And we're live, people. Welcome to another episode of the yeah. DIY Mafia Podcast. Brought to you by Strike Force Energy. Derp. There's a. Hey, finish your sponsorships. Paper, they don't care about oh, your first paper towels right brother over there. Brother in law spilling a beer. Strike Force Energy, brought to you by Spilled Beer. It's a delicious little energy drink that comes in a tin pouch, comes in four flavors orange, what? original. I'm like pointing at my dick. Uh, and no, it's not, that's not the flavor of Strike Force Energy. <laughs> my dick. Oh, oh. <laughs> you're not it's talking. Almost as bad as mud, butt. Oh, almost, but not as. Not as. Can you add that over there? I just want a beer. There's going to be hard coming out tomorrow. What? Oh, oh wow. Oh, Jeez Louise. I felt it after about 10 minutes. Bad. Hey, get a little closer to your mic when you talk. Super. Actually, Steve, talk one more time into your mic. Let me mic check us. All right. How's that? That should be good. All right. So today's topic of the day, being late. <laughs> no, no, no. Punctuality. Punctuality. I like that. That's a good. As Winston Churchill used to say, punctuality is the most important quality in a man. Yeah. Is that so? He never said that. No? Ever. No. Don't think so. I made that up. He definitely didn't say that. No. <sighs> I think he, there was a lot of other qualities. Of what about you, Dan? How would you rate punctuality? I had a guy <laughs> that I know. Me. That said... <laughs> If you're, uh, if you're late, no. So what? What is it? Turn, oh my! Turn your God. mic. Okay, quick pointer. You got it. Although, don't chew into the mic. No, that's all right. It's added sound effects. Hey, I do what I do, man. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't give a fuck. No, you want to talk right into the tip of the microphone. <laughs> or that little hole right. is you know, yeah, into that. Yeah, just the tip, huh? But don't do the Joe, which is something like. <sighs> oh yeah, yeah, he drives me crazy. Oh my dick. god! Oh dude, he one episode, the whole episode, you could hear this. <sighs> I think I told him, hey, if you're gonna eat that mic, pop it in your mouth already and swallow the whole sugar. Right. <laughs> wow. Oh no, he <laughs> Joe is like an aggressive mic because he plays with the whole episode, so you hear this the right. whole time. I mean, it's it's rough. I know how we can fix that. I edited it once. Put a dick in took his me, hand. It took me four just hours taser. to edit it out, and I've never done it since. Like, if he screws up the audio, I just apologize in the intro. Just buy him the biggest black dildo. Oh, wait. Fine. Speaking of black dildo, Strike Force Energy. It's like getting hit by a black dildo. Yes. It comes in four flavors. Original, orange, lemon, and make America grape again. Yes. Check him out at www.strikeforce.com. Uh, and use a promo code Blue Eye Mafia. Also, not off. recommended to dump it in your mouth and then use a beverage to swallow. That is what I did tonight. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, you didn't look too amazing. Oh, you know first. what we should do, though? I should do that live. I, I don't think you could handle that again. I mean, you barely handled it the first time. I thought you were dying. I had jalapenos in my mouth the first time, though. So you had that and then the strike force? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, Rob. Oh, oh man. Hey, can you. Flush a fucking apology. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, hey, I'm going to make a note that says, I'm sorry, Rob's heart. He doesn't know any better. No, it's not that much caffeine. Flush it down in your fucking stomach. It's not that much caffeine. Did I ever tell you the time that I came over? Rob's dick fell off? Yeah, it was tonight. There was that too, but this is is almost like that. Hey, my dick never fell off, people. Mm. I came over one night. 
This guy's, mar- this guy's married rough. to my daughter. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that wasn't it was, hey, Stephen, was it late? Try to tell and story. were you wearing a dress? No, there were no dresses involved. <coughs> but uh, short shorts? It gets good. It gets good. Tube top. So we all know how Rob likes to talk about his hot sauces and whatnot. Well, he had this brilliant idea because he told me about this new hot sauce that he just picked up and he said it's supposed to be the hottest hot sauce he's ever had. It's called cocaine. Oh, no, it was the hottest hot sauce. It, it was, was a million scoville. Well, we indeed found out later it was definitely the hottest uh, hot sauce. Buttholes were on fire. Rob takes a spoonful of this hot sauce and just, you know, shoots it back into his throat and then swallows it whole like it's no big deal. The yeah, full table. That's right. He swallowed it whole. Well, whoa, bro. Anyway, about Hashtag 15 minutes no later. We're working on something. I think it was like a, a hole in his wall or something we were patching. <clears throat> something like that. I don't know. Anyway, How'd the hole get there? Rob, Wait, was that my birthday, though? Might have been. Yeah, it was my birthday. I was... I was... It okay, was, jackass. Let me finish. Shit. Anyway, oh, we're working, and Rob's working up a sweat, and I'm like, hey, Rob, how you feeling? And he goes, oh, yeah, good, buddy. You, you know, being general Rob, you know, happy-go-lucky. And Blood then about pressure. another 10 minutes later, Rob's like, hey, I got to take a break. I got to use the bathroom. So he goes to the bathroom, and I keep working. And all I hear are these ungodly sounds from an asshole coming <laughs> out of this bathroom. Oh, no. Th- okay, I know where you're And then, thing. just to top it off, when I didn't think it could get any worse, you hear the, oh, as he's shitting. And literally, he was, he was crying. He so what, what did you just put in your mouth now? What was that package? Strike Force Energy. Pre-workout. So what, what, is that what that is? No. Pre-workout. Yeah, so it's like a, a Red Bull, but better and healthier. I, yeah. Well, let me well, see. You got one? It's like a five-hour energy. Pop. Unless you want to fucking no, I don't wanna, I don't plan wanna, your funeral. I mean, I love this stuff. It's your sponsor. I take it all the time. Well, and it's it was it's a hundred percent veteran owned company. They're like cool ass dudes. That's why so they have good the guys. Oh, so I know are, a veteran. So they're all wild animals. So yeah, this, I didn't say they were normal. Yeah, I can't <laughs> hang with those guys. So this is for pre workout, or you just you, you replace coffee with this? You can replace coffee, or just like use it like a five hour energy. How many, I would say I would say it's mostly a five hour energy replacement. How many mm. milligrams of caffeine? Um, for a full thing of that, 180, which is so two cups of coffee. Diet Rockstar is 160. Yeah, so it's about the same as a Rockstar. So you have about 300 milligrams of caffeine in your right? 320, yeah. Dude, if I if you if I took that, at you know six, how many like, pull-ups I could knock out right now if I had that. No, you oh, know, no. you know I don't work out in the hospital. No, I wouldn't be able to sleep for two days. I don't. You, I don't uh, not, I, work I, out I, on I, caffeine. Does that to you? I never work out on caffeine. Uh, I don't know. Six o'clock. I have one cup of coffee PM? in the morning, and then just before I work out, I drink. I eat a red bar. Oh, R-E-E-D, red bar. It's 36 <laughs> grams of natural caffeine. Oh, that's good. Oh, man, uh, that, I get it. So, that, you know that uh, buy drink that we have? Uh, yeah, there's no caffeine in that. There is. It's is there? 40. It's no. 40. Yeah, look at the label. The coconut water? The buy, the buy juice. B-A-I. B-A-I. The buy. Yeah, that's coconut. I drink the coconut water one. And they have Yeah, but that shit's got a lot of sugar in it, too. Zero sugar. Zero that. sugar, but it's got... It's, oh, no, it's zero it's, sugar It is one? zero sugar. Yeah. And it's got oh, 40 milligrams of caffeine in it. No way. On the Bible. Okay. Is, I don't know if this is what you do uh, for Daniel, Bible. Daniel. <laughs> wow. You should know you go to church every Sunday. <laughs> Man, I drink a lot of that stuff. It's good. It's good. Hmm. No, Hey, pull it up on your phone. 
I'm saying Google. Oh, fuck. Pull up. I'll you Google. have a computer. Funny, you have two computers. Wait, you a, got a Google a, right there. It's, it's, a, it's not my computer. I don't want Google something. Have gay porn show up or something like that. <laughs> yes, because that's the secret. Next Wait, window you spelled by. So I'm gonna put in hey, the by. The, the, hey, I'm gonna Google by and hit images. No. You want me to do Google that? I'm gonna, oh, hey. no, you get a mathematical equation. Are you? Uh, oh. You guys are lucky. Oh, Wait, what is that? The uh, what? What uh, element is that? B-A- for? This B- is B I, so it's it's B A I, B A I. So you, that's spelled B L A C K D I C K S. Service here. Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! You guys spelled too slow. You're good. What are you doing over there? You're supposed to laugh at my jokes. Sorry, yeah. you didn't pay me this week. Wah, wah. Oh, rough. Do oh. buy drinks have caffeine in them? If buy. the money was no. in his ass, he'd know. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's a 35 milligram per serving caffeine lift. Boom. Right there. In your face. Well, bring up the coconut one. I, I got it right Dude, now. Did you guys know? Buy drinks. Oh. No, bring up the coconut one. Buy Molokai coconut so, is. No bullshit. There it is right there. How many Is there caffeine in that? There is I'm an looking. energy drink called Tiger. Tiger? Now, the relation to this is kind of funny this. because if you have seen two and a half milligrams men with per serving. Sheen, then you know. I got Tiger blood. <laughs> <laughs> Then you know all about Charlie wow. Sheen and his Odonis I didn't think there was DNA. any caffeine in that, man. So remember that conversation we had pounding with the... him down this afternoon. Hey, like, so Whoa. we had a conversation <laughs> yeah, with an the employee thing that was a very animated, spirited. Yes. Well, mm. I did, it's probably because I was on the buy. He was on the buy. Oh. <laughs> He's on the buy train. <laughs> oh, this this guy. This no, guy. wait. We're talking about buy. How much How much uh, caffeine is in buy? 35 milligrams per serving. Oh, wait. Hold on. How many servings are in... Is it two? If it is two, Poppy, you have to... Oh, two! It's 70 milligrams of caffeine oh, a bottle. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Is it really? Man, I drink that all the time. I don't have to get off. No wonder. I'm... No, it's... But you like it. It's improving your life. Don't give up on no, it. No, no, no. Caffeine's not the enemy. It's good. Hey, Rob, you should have seen him today. He should quit. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of caffeine. It was know, it was thirty five year old I boss did, out I, there. Well, impressive. I do sixteen ounces of very black rifle coffee every morning. So, which is that's for pussies. About okay. one hundred forty. So, can I ask a question? What and then I is, do? Yeah, I probably do four hundred to five hundred milligrams of caffeine a day. What? 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 It's ten cups of coffee, you know. Yeah. No. No. A, 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 a an eight ounce cup of coffee. That's weak is forty five milligrams, but a regular cup of coffee is about eighty. Like if you have a good strong black cup of coffee, is about. Well, bring it up, Starbucks. What is it? Eight ounce oh, Starbucks. Starbucks is strong. They they spike or, it. You know, I'm a Folgers man. Okay, oh, yeah. it gets How? it done. Oh yeah, it's just a, it's a colon stimulator. It's the old blowout. I'd say it's the colon plurger. You know what? I started in the. I I don't know where I heard this, but I started eating more of a vegetarian diet, and I'm shitting like a twenty year old. Oh. oh yeah. Hey, Paul, hey, what's up? Grab the, where's the chair? No, we got the chair. chair right here. Yes, no, yes, come on. You come on. You can make <sighs> our ball. No, hey, you, there's you a chair what? right over there. Hey, so you, you disrespect me, Paul. If you don't stay, I know I won't stay, but I want to. Hey, you got to stay. Hey, there's, hey, there's, there's a chair right just there. be a special guest. <laughs> um, oh my so Paul, you better like get a little. Be shy. No, wait. Give it. Let him have a couple more drinks. Oh, it just became a party up at this bitch. <laughs> okay. Oh, Paul, there's a chair right there. You can grab it. 
Okay, so. Okay, hey, so, so here's so the thing. So Folgers, eight ounces. What do you got there? I, uh, hold on, hold on. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, please. Okay, He's going to fuck That's going to be all whiskey, no water. Uh, I'll take you on. home. I brought my bike. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'll be able to fucking ride that thing. <laughs> nah, I've, I've, I've tangoed with Paul once or twice. Well, was that your uh, AA rep just walked in there? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Folgers is 71 milligrams per six ounces, 95 per eight ounces. Really, 95? Yeah. So 95 so, milligrams per eight ounces. So, Rob, can I ask you a so question? So if you do 16 ounces, that's 160. So that's the same. That's, that's I mean, just like, like a regular coffee cup would be... Eight ounces, not so, six. And how much is that? 95 milligrams. So let's just say 100 for addition. Yeah, yeah so for... Uh, well, yeah, 100. Uh, between 75 and... It depends on how strong you brew it. I'm probably at 200 a day. 200 a day? No, I want to work out on workout days. It's probably 200, and then non-workout days is 100. Okay, so every time... So for so, workout days, I actually do less. And now caffeine. that I know that I was drinking the bi coconut water, that was yeah. another seventy. So it was probably like almost uh, three hundred milligrams a day. Wow! On, on workout days, but non-workout days, it would just be. So see, I'm the opposite. I do less caffeine if I work out. If I don't work out, I do almost double the caffeine. So and what no, time but, do you work out though? You're thirty years old. What time? Afternoon. So Afternoon. do you need a little bit more caffeine to get you? Because no. you worked hard all day. No. I do not touch really? caffeine before workout uh, ever. Really? No. Nope. I don't like it. I do high intensity workouts, so I either run. It's very cardio. Like you don't really want a lot of caffeine for that. No, I did. I did a pre. Oh, yeah, hey, I we did. had a hey, we had a conversation with a guy today who actually saw said he saw Jesus. Oh yeah, one of my employees. He, oh, this guy's a genius. Actually, we should make him a manager. What he did is he was out in front of his friend's house and he was smoking a bowl of marijuana. No, he was doing bong rips. Bong rips. Well, you know, yeah, whatever that whatever that is, he's doing bong rips, <laughs> and he uh, drank a Red Bull when he was doing that, and then and he, he went to the hospital. To no hospital. shit. Yeah, I thought he saw Jesus. In fact, he told That's me what he said he said, you know, I saw him. We were walking down a corridor and all this stuff, and I said, "Don't leave me." And I'm like, "Man, are you kidding me? You, you mean you smoked a joint, drank a Red Bull, and, and you're going to see God?" I mean, it must be different when I was smoking dope 45 years ago. You would smoke something that looked like your arm that was <laughs> that was like blowing up in your face because it was seeds and stems and nasty. Yeah. And this guy's seeing Jesus after he smokes one bong rip. So I don't know what what happened there. But well, the caffeine mixed with the bong probably makes him a little paranoid. Speedball. So yeah, his upper and his downer, and yeah. He, you know. My my dad passed out one time. He drank a couple of Red Bulls in the afternoon. He doesn't drink a lot of energy drinks. And then at night, we were watching a movie, Be Cool with John Travolta, and he was sitting there sipping red wine, and he had two or three cups, glasses of wine, and he's sitting there, and he, he, we, there was a funny scene in it, and he was laughing really hard. All of a sudden, he goes, <laughs> and wine started dribbling out of his mouth. Take him to the hospital. passed out. And we were like, oh, shit, dad died. And then he goes, who? Whoa. So the next day he went to the doctors because he was fine after that. You know, I've never, I've never drank a Red Bull or any energy drink. That's amazing to say that. That is impressive. Right? Because when I was your age, I mean, I probably did everything, but 
No, I've never had a four, five hour or a Red Bull or a Rockstar. I've never had one. You never tried a five hour? I would uh, like to say I was clean off energy drinks until 2014. That's the first time I ever had an energy drink was overseas. I was just afraid it would it would give me a heart attack because you can't control the the you know. Well, it depends on which ones you drink too. You have to be con like the the Rockstars are probably the cleanest of the major brands. As well, and as we sell Red Line. I've seen guys walk out of those. Those, like those are those are bad. Those will put you away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, well, they changed the formula because those used to give people heart attacks, just like the original Red Bull did. And then yeah. there is also if you if you get into like the alcoholic section of it, there's four loco. Yeah, those they changed that though. That's a new recipe now. What man. is it? What's it called? Four loco. It's that shit Joe was drinking the other day. Four loco. Yeah, yeah. that stuff. Will... I've seen people Boom. literally faint. So, after so what like, is it? Caffeine and it's, so I imagine, know. hey pop, imagine you drinking a Red Bull and two shots. Of vodka or straight. Oh yeah, that'd be hard. All at and once. then it's so, but it's so it, it would be like you taking two shots of vodka in two. No, I'm sorry. It'd be like taking four shots of vodka and drinking two Red Bulls. It's the in one can. The concoction oh, yeah, that literally be... kill a diabetic if he has like, just a couple shit. sips of that. He's Boop. yeah. Well, so that's a yeah, so that's bad. a whole thing with the whole speedball. Is that yeah. I don't I don't know if you guys know where the speedball <laughs> reference comes from, right? Have you ever, you ever heard of that? Not in ball. the terms you're talking about. It's cocaine and heroin. It's cocaine and heroin. So okay. guys will, oh. will I didn't melt down I didn't, cocaine you, oh, yeah. and heroin <laughs> and then inject it because it's an upper and a downer. And yeah. guys fucking die all the time. <sighs> oh, yeah. Is that okay? No, no. <clears throat> Names. Wait a minute. Paul's got something to say. What was that, Paul? You called me what? A dumbass hey. Italian? Oh! Oh! <laughs> You called me about a question for Friday. Okay, let's hear it. Hey, Harpaw. After. You're on air. So, hey, so <laughs> so going back to the caffeine intake. So, because I've, I've always thought about this, is that I drink caffeine in the morning, right? So, I buy these drinks from Safeway that are V8 drinks, right? Yeah. And they're V8 energy, right? So, it's V8 and it's got... 50 milligrams of caffeine in it, but it's got, it's like drinking a V8. So it's mm-hmm. got all the tomato juice and all this. It tastes terrible. Right. right. And so I wake up in the morning and I do V8 with a little bit of caffeine in it. And then I go to the gas station. I do my usual stuff. So my, my max on caffeine for the day to where I feel like I'm going to start, you know, breaking loose is 300. If I have more than 300, I'm telling you. There's people getting flipped off on the way home from San Jose. I'm telling you, middle <laughs> finger. I'm telling you, the middle. My middle finger's out from San Jose to Gilroy the whole everybody. time. Free Just today. Fuck all me. you guys. Fuck all you guys. If you ever see a black truck driving down 101 with the middle finger out the window, that's me. And I had too much caffeine that day. Right? Yeah. See, and I apologize, but not really. He's not sorry. So if I'm I drink, if I drink three of those Strike Force in a row. I would go you did to, two, dude. I could go to sleep in five minutes. You did You're two gonna... in like a 20-minute period. No, two. if I did three, one, two, three, I could lay down in bed and be asleep in five minutes. I have no relatives, shit. female. Caffeine doesn't keep me awake. It will if I want to stay awake, but it won't stop me from going to sleep. It won't st- will not stop me from going to sleep. If I you know, you know sleep, me, I just will myself. I just think about it. I just will myself awake. Well, that's, in- that's more impressive than what I do. Well, I mean, you sounded like... Well, no, what you said was impressive. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if I could fucking sleep on command, I'd probably be in a lot better mood every day. Yeah. Oh, no. So, if going, I, if I so go hey, going to that, gone. though. Gone. Hey, so going to that 
caffeine, the next transition is that how much sleep can you function on? Like, what time do you go to bed, Mr. Guy in the Black Shirt? 10 o'clock every night. What time do you wake up? 5.30, 5.15. Rob? So you're at seven and a half hours, which is actually <coughs> optimal according to most yeah, yeah. researchers. It's only been current as of like the last eight months. Do you watch yeah. Do you watch TV before you go to bed? Absolutely. Okay. What, Rob, you? Um, I function on about... Uh, Five hours of sleep is. I don't enough. get it. I, I've never. I've always ended. I used to be able to get to sleep too, but I can't do that. I, anymore. I've always doesn't work anymore. Two, no. Okay. No, I used to be fine on two for five. I could do two for five days, oh, then I would have to get an eight-hour session in. So I've always so five days, people six like day. You. I have to do two. So your your back doesn't hurt, and you don't wake up groggy. No, I, I feel the best say, if I sleep on the floor. The optimal. Why? Because it your spine's aligned right on. the They floor. say the optimal amount. Your of bed sleep. is fucked. Well, no, I I. You're on the floor with a pillow or not? Either way, doesn't matter. Okay, so if you have a pillow, <laughs> so if you have a pillow, and do you have a uh, a pillow between your legs? Oh hell no! Okay, so if you don't if have a the, pillow okay, and you so don't have a pillow between your legs, floor. your spine's not aligned right. No, no, on your back. No, I agree with you. But if you're sleeping on your side, okay. If you're on your side on the floor, you put your arm between your legs. That's how you sleep on the floor. Yeah, you put your head between your legs too. No, your head. So. One arm goes up like this, yeah. and the other arm in between your legs. Wow, well, I like think he missed that whole thing, what you're trying to say. He was going to suck his own dick, and he missed all that. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because he's high on caffeine, I think. Uh, no, no. So, so I, I, I got to tell you, this no, is sleep. I have a micro penis. It makes it, I can't, I can't even fathom that idea. Hey, sleep is one it's of those like things that just, just gets away from me, because it's, it's something that to where I'll go to sleep, and I'll watch some TV, and I'll, I'll toss and turn all night, and then I'll, I'll wake up at 7, and I'll feel shitty. I'm just like, man, what's going on? And then I'll go to bed earlier. If I go to bed at 8, I'll wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, no problem. Ready to go, yeah. right? Ready well, to go. So I think for me, one of the things is when I get sleepy, I have to go to sleep. If I try to force my, if I stay awake past when I'm sleepy, I'll sleep longer and I won't feel as rested. So like if I am like at 10 o'clock, I'm sleepy, I'll wake up at 3 or 4 the next morning. So And I'm, and I'm good to go. But if I stay up till 2 and at one at eleven thirty, I was tired, but I didn't like. Yeah, I want to keep doing stuff. Then I'll sleep until six or seven, or if I don't have to go to work, eight thirty usually is the late, about the latest I sleep. But then I wake up and I still feel like shit. So I think okay. the earlier I go to sleep, the earlier I can get up. But I also feel way better if I go to sleep a little bit <clears throat> earlier. Okay, Patron, what do you, when you were thirty? Uh, what was your routine? <laughs> I, can, I can tell you that one already. I get up, I jerk Work. off, and I take a shower. And I feel great. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but that'll work too. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> no, on a serious note, though, so in your well, 38 hours of sleep or no? You know, I really don't remember. You know, I honestly, no, so I would say, I would say. And just well, so everybody let, let knows, me just go backwards from sixty. What happens is I go to bed at ten o'clock, get up at five o'clock in the morning. Every I don't even need an alarm so, clock. So happens. that's like a perfect seven hours. But when I was cool. younger, I needed more sleep. I needed more sleep till I was about forty-five. So I, I, I more could than sleep, seven hours. Yeah, but I could for me to sleep till nine o'clock in the morning would impossible. Would, I'd be sick. Yeah. Right. So, but when I was thirty, you know, I could sleep until eight or nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'd want to. Right. And it was a hassle to get up at you know seven or five o'clock and be like, oh man. But the older you get, I think the less uh, you need. I, I think the less sleep you need, and the better shape you're in, 
I think you require less sleep, sleep. Yeah. So I really noticed that, but so, caffeine before I go to bed is not good for me. So really? by the way, just yeah. a, just a asterisk <clears throat> next to this is that I remember hearing story of the El, El, El Patron waking up at four o'clock in the morning, getting punched in the stomach by a, a one Russ Rhodes or a Tim Hahn. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, getting his fucking ass beat, literally. <laughs> yeah, we did do that. In fact, why do you remember that now? We would get up at 4.15, and I, I would get up at 4.15, and then we would go to the club. And, and then before you say that, the the song of Rocky came on and mm-hmm. as you were going to the club. No, there was no Rocky then. This See, uh, years ago, Eye of right? the Tiger. No, what it was probably some kind of flash dance or some yeah, like right disco shit. But uh, oh, never mind. You can put it back there. It didn't. didn't that was a long time ago. Rush Rhodes is a freaking maniac. Your mom was a maniac. So we'd get up at four fifteen, and that's when Silicon Valley was just starting to grow. So we would run through the parking lots of of the empty, like the Apple Building, and you know some of the buildings down oh, there. Yeah. They were just being built then. Wow. And then um, we'd work out for two hours. We work out from you know five to eight o'clock and then go to work five to, or five, five to seven and then Damn. we would we would go to work so what kind of workouts would you do we did that for seven years we would did everything wrong we oh. did everything wrong we would Maniac we would do stands. heavy bench we would do you know little or moderate mm-hmm. legs little legs and when we did do legs we would do heavy squats as heavy as we could do them and you know, and Tim Hahn was a trainer. It's just that the mentality was totally the mentality different. of training in 1985 isn't what it is today. Yeah. I mean, so to to try to do the um, you know the functional exercise workout, they, nobody actually knew what that was. And if you did do that, you were you were you know Gates. yeah they laugh at you. But. So I have a question for you, Rob, because yeah. I always heard you talk about. Uh, body weight exercises. So yeah, this is what I started doing. I was talking to you guys about this earlier. Is that uh, in my office, I set up a TRX. Right? Perfect. And, perfect. And I set up uh, uh, resistance bands and I built it into my wall. So I have an upper, a mid, and a lower. And it's 10 pounds to 90 pounds. And so I do my 30 minutes of cardio. I do my 30 minutes of TRX. And I do my 30 minutes of resistance training. Right? I do that every day. Right? There's no way that I'm building mass on that, right? But just, and I got to tell you, this is from my chiropractor, is that the thing that you want when you're getting older is flexibility, right? I'm telling you, I started doing stretching, and I realized how inflexible I was, and it's just ridiculous. You need to get yourself a hypersonic, man. That's the key to life right there. This guy, so this guy that I work for has one of those, and he's in the office, and it looks like a, a female massager. Yeah. Right. Hey, I tell okay. you what, though, I used that thing once. It worked amazing. That's exactly what it sounds like. But I'm telling you, and that was good, Rob. It works for both. My wife people. has one. <laughs> not as nice as yours, but oh, oh yeah. Man. Oh no, oh, not for man. that. Oh yeah, man. Rob. Jeez, My wife dude. doesn't need one of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what they all say. Oh, right. Then she's got a closet. Okay, we got to stop this right now because that's my daughter you're talking about. Oh, it's gross. So, but so I meant she thing. has the massager like you for, <laughs> for working out. So, well, I know what you mean. So. Yeah. Talking to Don't laugh, Steve. So talking to you is that What are you one of those interdimensional space demons? (laughs) When you work out now, is it more resistance (laughs) slash low weight 
uh, high velocity workouts. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's what I'm doing. So you're focusing on, hey, look, I'm gonna work on. It's like burpee push-ups. It's like burpee push-ups, burpee pull-ups, combinations. Yoga. So I don't know about that. You've done? Have you done yoga? Yeah. Yoga. But I mean, you know, yoga is not a cardio thing in the beginning. Well, the other thing is with yoga, if you do the functional, because he does a lot of the functional stuff that incorporates yoga stretches. So we'll go run stairs. We'll run two thousand stairs. Come back, and then we'll do burpee pull-ups. you know, stuff like that. What well, I'm right. talking to about like the warmups you showed me, mm. they incorporate a lot of yoga type moves. So if you incorporate that into your actual workout, but have strength elements to it, it's right. actually like yoga, but not as it's, you're still doing a lot of the, the stretching, but right. without necessarily doing just yoga, you're doing an actual functional fitness, but the, with, but the body weight the stuff. So I was stuff. doing, I was doing it this morning. And so when it comes to like, Hey, look, we're going to do this, this uh we're gonna do a hamstring uh stretch but when you're doing that hamstring uh stretch you have to do you know body kind of you have to hold yourself up oh yeah right and so you're sitting there and your your lats and your arms are just you know wiggling and you're stretching out like all kinds of crazy as as rob lays out this big big trx thing these aren't trx though and this is a plug for a potential sponsor this is Mark Loran. That's a guy who I do all the workouts based off of. He's a huh? developed the training program for the special forces, but he's a bodyweight guy, a Thai Muay Thai boxer, ex uh, paramilitary rescue or para, what's it called? Uh, paratrooper. Paratrooper. Um, but these straps are his, and they go into your doorway on the door. They're right. they're dope. Yeah, but I just had to show you because we're talking no, about TRX. So these are, I'm telling you. The next one we do for my office is I have them up above my door. Yeah. And I do body weight. You know, you're doing, you put your feet in them and you're doing the push up position and you're doing core exercises like crunches and stuff like that. I mean, it's no joke. I mean, body weight, you're talking 200 pounds, right? So, I mean, it's not. Yep. You know, you just, curls, there's a place for curls in bench press, but I mean, they're, they're, they're not, that's not a functional movement. You're not going to curl somebody. Have you ever done weightless curls though? So weightless you, curl, probably, but I, I wouldn't recognize it in that term. So you take a either a band or like a strap, not mm-hmm. a band, it has to be solid, or a towel. You put you stand on one leg, you put it under your foot, and then you curl your foot no, while I'm, pressing against it. I mean it's 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 not a it's not a natural movement. This is not a natural movement. No. Well, unless you're lift, like if you're lifting <clears> a box or something, I guess. But how often do you do that during the day? In construction, <laughs> I, think I mean, how much? How often does the average guy do that? Gonna... Actually, the, the the bench press move, well, yeah, is for looks. It's not for. I mean, it, it, as far as a natural movement, you don't you don't do that very no. often. Well, and like the lifting boxes is still more of a full body motion versus. Well, I mean, you're going to do isolated. that. The average guy does not lift boxes all day long. But you know, yeah, the, the bottom true. line here is is that you could do anything when you're young. You can do heavy squats. You do all that stuff. But a lot of that stuff promotes injury, especially if you have bad form. Or just hurried form, and um, so as you get older, you just can't afford the injuries. So body weight and the P90X type workout helps me. So that's what I do. Yeah, or you're your own gym, which is the Mark Loren one. Well, yeah. I mean, I love TRX. I don't know. I haven't seen Mark Loren, but TRX has, has got a lot of great stuff. Mark Loren is like TRX P90X put together, but more functional 
than even yeah. those. Less cardio. Mm. He's less focused on cardio, more on the functional strength. So, so let's talk about tennis shoes now because Rob is a minimalist. A minimalist. That, I'm, I don't know whether that's uh, minimalist in uh, – how can I say this? Yeah, let me, let me, let's let, just talk shoes. Let, let me show you a Harvard study that says that I'm right. If you're a medical uh, professional listening to this podcast, you should invent a cream that takes away blisters because Rob would probably buy them from you. Well, I would no, say – My calluses are so th- – I can get a blister the size of a – of uh, an egg on my okay, so foot. Let's talk about let's talk about tough mother. Let's talk about tough mother Lake Tahoe, when <laughs> Rob <laughs> used toe shoes I to use... run up this jagged granite, oh, no, no. and what? then he came back with like half a shoe. Tell well, us about that, Rob. No, that the was... shoe the shoes lasted. Oh, the Vibram okay. Five Fingers lasted. Okay. The run up the hill was fine. Uh huh. The run down the hill because the pace increased and your impact increased. Uh-huh. Um, when I went over the jagged shale. It was less than comfortable, but a man. So me went through it. <laughs> Dude, it's Robin Hood's man. <laughs> well, I don't know if it did your feet any good. Well, I. But I, no, I, I've had this argument with you for years, and I think it's a good thing. If you want to do that, then it's all good. Well, I went to a, a foot specialist. There's a proof to Rob's testament of. He knows no bounds and no pain. I just know that Asics. Oh, I know pain really well. <laughs> Asics Keanu, way to go. Well, it depends on how you run, though, because I run on my the ball of my foot, so I run forward. I'll, I I can't wear a regular tennis shoe. It'll drive it drives me crazy. Hmm. It gives me. I think sh- you should be a hiker then. I'll, I'll hike in my toe shoes. I do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good thing. Although on a hike, you probably want to go with a minimalist boot because they have a little more tread. So. A little less rock pain and well, stuff like that. Yeah, we'll put a pack on you, and you can be as minimal as you okay. need to be. I heard those guys on the Oregon Trail did the same thing. Okay, I, man. You, you know, guys I have, have the Donner Party. As, as hey, the guys that made it had hiking. minimalist boots on. I would not <laughs> use a minimalist boot for hiking. As a, as a hiker in the past, I would not use a minimal boot. I would. Well, so okay. So there's there's there is a qualification. Okay, well, let me ask you why. Why would you use a minimal boot? For me, because my my legs and feet are trained for minimalist shoes. So anything other than that throws off my balance and my muscle structure. But take this into consideration. You have some gear on you. Mm -hmm. Probably about, let's say, less 40 pounds, right? Yeah. Camping gear. And you're hiking. And it's about a 15-mile hike to the top of where you're going. And the terrain is variant. It goes from sand to dirt to jagged rocks to sharded rocks to grass back to sharded rocks. And you're gonna you're gonna use a minimal boot. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I wouldn't even think twice about it. Medic, medic, no, no, no. medic. Nope. No. Here's the thing. I would I would use though a trail hiking minimalist boot. Which so here's one thing about minimal shoes. So the ones I wear are like almost nothing on the bottom, right? But you can get a minimalist shoe with a decent sized sole. You know, I think you're an Apache. No, what? Watch. No, that's no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, the no. Apaches did that shit. You I probably know am part Apache. Actually, literally, that's what my uncle always claimed. But here's the thing. Yeah. So you can get a thicker sole. the The minimalist qualification is from the heel to the toe. There's no drop. There's no drop, or a, a small drop, like yeah. uh, ten millimeters is the. But, I mean, they're thin-soled either way you go with no drop. I mean, you get no-drop tennis shoes, too. Well, no, they do make some with actually pretty thick soles, like 8, 9-millimeter soles with no drop. So those are – your standard shoe, the front of the shoe is about 6 millimeters, 7 millimeters, And then the back gets up to, like, 20, right? So 
if it's within a 10 millimeter drop zone, that's considered minimalist. So I only like the the biggest drop I have is about six millimeters. All I know is that I, for me, being an old man, if I have a 50, 60 pound pack on, I'm using uh, Solomon boots. Well, so three quarter. And you shouldn't use a minimalist because you haven't trained. You'd have to train him for a year before you could yeah, hike him. So are you saying he's not good enough? No, no. If he did it, he would be fine. But you know if what? You I'll tell you what. We year, went down to Lone in- Pine. And these guys are hiking Whitney, fourteen thousand feet, and I and I bought a pair of Solomon boots from the guy that that uh, runs the pro shop in town. Yeah, and he said, you know, Solomon's is what we we use, but I'm going to try this year, or he said he tried it last year, and he was really happy with them. He's using trail runners, and he's a guide. He takes people up Whitney. Okay, so he's so using he's trail runners time. now to do the hike. Right, but he's only going up there with a 25-pound pack. But, you know, I thought that was interesting because trail runners are about freaking half the weight. All right, I'll stop. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if I would do it because there's no support for the ankle rule, but... Okay, so that's one thing about minimalist shoes, though. So with a minimalist shoe, one of the muscle, some of the... So your foot muscles develop and your ankle support develops. I mean, when naturally. you're old, nothing develops. Oh no! It would develop, but it would take it. it takes a year. You no, should, when you're sixty, don't you, nothing grows. Yeah, but you've got with all the work out you do, you're in insane shape. I know, but my mind's—I can't get my mind around it. No, no, my that, mind can't grow. I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just saying that if you were, if you said, "Okay, I'm going to do this," yeah, you should not do that hike for a year. You should be running in toe shoes for a year first, and the first month or two, you should run once a week, maximum two miles. In a minimalist toe shoe, because you're. But feet- I mean, I'm not seeing the benefit. What's the benefit? The lightness, the weight. I mean, what's the what's the benefit? No, the strength. The only benefit the str- you're going to gain from it is mobility. I think. And, and if, strength. If you're going no, on no. a hike, though. Do you really want to be fast-paced mobility? No, you want to be. No, no, no. Probably at it's, a decent pace. slow okay. pace to yeah. get to where you're going. Okay. So in that case, you're going to want comfort. I comfort. Would say. That's where I'm coming. Okay. From. So one place I've heard a lot of people talk about is in the MMA world. So a lot of MMA guys have gone to minimalist footwear because. It improves their their fighting abilities in the ring because they're on bare feet. But they're not they're not doing it to hike though. They're doing it to improve their. They're doing it to fight. In right. The, they're they're doing it to improve no, their re- footing though in the ring. Yeah. Foot- they're not doing it to to be a hiker. Though. Well, exactly. But so if but if you're in the mode of doing that and you've developed those foot muscles, the ankle muscles and the lower calf muscles that come from doing minimalist. Can I make an observation right now? Yes. You know, I've been watching you for the last five and six minutes here. Yes. And I want to do a shout out to. <laughs> to uh, strike force energy, strike force energy because this guy i is. wish there was a video in there we should do video next time this guy his eyeballs are almost coming out of his head what and he is talking 40 miles an hour what that's how i get when i'm talking about minimalist footwear oh, no that's definitely the case well yeah i mean this two of these didn't have anything to do with that though no, i don't not, think not at all <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah uh, no, no, you. Okay, he did two one night. Yeah, you need a this, pacemaker, man. He drank water. two straight. Was supposed to put in the water. I just did it straight up. Yeah, two of them. Yeah, and he's like, the next morning, he's like, those, do those he taste like it, shit. He took it straight up, straight up the ass. He uh, <laughs> 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 got you. Walked into it, man. You walked into <laughs> it. It's all right. Um. No. Well, I do get impassioned though when I talk about stuff that I like really into too. Like strike force or no like strike my daughter, force. I hope. So hey, so moving, so talking about some <laughs> other things. Forward hey, past whoa, someone's sister one, and daughter. One, one last nasty thing man. On the minimal, one one, one okay. last thing on the minimalist footwear. One last thing. So with minimalist footwear, though, you shouldn't just jump into it. You can it. see it, all five toes. You have no because you know what? You can get. I have minimalist shoes that just look like shoes. Mm-hmm. They're just no drop. 
So it's no drop. So it can be a thick sole if it's flat from the toes to the heel. So that's the difference. You want to know what his call sign Ferrisoft is? Huh. Bongo. 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 Can you guess why? Minimalist shoes. No. Uh, no. Bongo, I give up. Bongo. I give up. Simon says. Go ahead. Because his wife plays the drums on his ass. Oh. Well, you know what? I have to tell you, your wife does the same thing. You know what your wife says about your ass? We're down to 29 palms, and I'm... Oh, what does she say? You know, I'm like, Uh, what? the good things, I guess. Why why are you telling your father about your husband's ass? I don't know why, but she says... same thing. When he's naked... It's like I just see these two perfect globes. Oh. She calls his butt cheek. I've never said that to my father-in-law. She father-in-law, says, Eric, if you're out there listening oh to this, I've never, God. your wife has never said this. Two perfect globes, she says. I mean, globes, really globes? Hey, wow. But you have to appreciate that you know when you have good brother-in-laws and a good follow-on when you can sit around a table oh. and talk about shit like this. Hey, don't yeah. be mistaken. We are not comfortable hey, right now. And there's no, fist, there's no fist coming across the table. That's a good day. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know what? You're supposed to. You know, it's kind of a weird spi- space. Paul's throwing darts behind my head. I hope that's all good. No, nah, he's Oh, good. yeah, you're fine. Um, Paul's a marksman. You're supposed to have sex with my daughter. So oh! You got to oh, no! <laughs> edit that one out. No, I, I'm telling you. Right. You're, you're, su- right. you're supposed to have sex with my daughter. Oh, what what are you? Are you some kind of homo? <laughs> if you weren't having sex with my daughter, I'd be wondering what the fuck's wrong with you. But you're supposed to have sex. That's what you're supposed to marry people do, right? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, you, you, want, just... you want me to give you the talk on how all this works? Uh, yeah. How's I it need work? the birds and the bees, sir. And you, what do you got? Four? How many? You got three kids. You got, you're working on the first. One and you got nine, not, 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 seven. Uh, you don't even know. <laughs> you have, you have none. <laughs> guy, hey, this guy asked five. me how old I was. Like he asked me like how old I was like twice a day Wait. for like five days. How yeah. old are you? Daniel 32. over here is raising the ha- he's thirty-three. Hannah the horrible. 33. I'm thirty-two. You're Jesus's age. Next year, no, thirty-three. You become a man when you're thirty-three. That's how old uh, are you? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Okay, come on here. How old are you? Yeah. I'm okay with that. All right. Hey, I got the beard going too. If I grow long hair, hey, when you start getting gray pubes, you know you're there. Oh shit! I don't have those yet. I'll go everywhere. I'm telling you, man, dude. Yeah. So, although I wouldn't know, I shave. I mean, oh. I was kidding. Oh sure you were. No, 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 no. Oh no, I was kidding. That's gay. Hashtag no homo. <laughs> Too late. You. Too late. What? I could have my one beer. Any stills left? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Here, Paul, hand it to me. I'll pop it. Yeah. All uh, right. So, what's a serious topic for tonight besides caffeine um, and uh, toe shoes? Oh, we can talk about anything. Is there any? What's uh, the nearest you, trending thing going on right now? The, ne- the, fires. the biggest talk. Well, no, no, that's uh, nah, touchy subject there. What? We need something a little uh, to pick me up. Something California governor. Eh, something we can make fun of. Something uh, we can make fun Jerry of. Jerry Brown. That's we make fun of him every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that asshole's uh-oh, not tight uh-oh, anymore. Uh-oh. That thing is so loose. That was pretty loose. How loose the, is it? He walks down the street and it just falls right out. Oh, just like everybody else in San Francisco. <sighs> and then there was that. Oh. Who's that? Your wife's oh, looking for you. It's the boss. The Jim boss Brown. of all of us oh, around here. That. Oh, Genevieve? Confirming location. Oh, yeah. The whipcracker. We just got a wife invasion a second ago. Uh, I apologize, listeners. Clearly, they just don't read the signs. No, How many listeners have we got now? 
Eight. Eight. Oh no, it's uh, well. I don't, no, we've had uh, over two thousand downloads so far. It's not terrible. It's not like tearing up the world, but getting there. Yeah, it's fun. I usually say we have six listeners, but that's actually not true. Just uh, knocking down bridges as we go. Well, I've been uh, doing interviews too with different uh, like people from Instagram and stuff, like uh, pro life feminists conservatives in california stuff like that those help like cali conservative and the california conservative one day i will one day not right now hey jenna kids. genevieve my kids hey genevieve my kids my kids no, I don't have- oh. hold on we had another wifely invasion well, can't stop them all. No, we cannot. I smashed my finger the other day, and my nail is coming off. Look at that. Hey, that was not my oh, dude. It's disgusting. The was whole it, nail. Hey, did you see her? Nobody saw her. No, I think she oh, was. Oh, no. That was uh, I think, no, she, son. Yeah, she was talking to Aaron. Yeah. Oh, oh. I told her I got it. Damn it. All right, guys. Let's talk about something important. Let's let's change the word. Change well, the word. I just want to come in here real quick. Oh, this no. is Alex Jones. Oh, fuck. Here we and go. And this week... I was banned from iTunes, Spotify, by all the child, interdimensional child space demon predator people, the Hillary Clinton robots. Well, Mr. Jones, why hey, were so you let's banned? hey, you just want to talk? I was about banned because they're all a bunch of pieces how many of shit? How many people here have kids? I have why, kids. Why, why are we getting on that? No, I'm not talking about weird kidness. The, we're talking about child raising children. Like we're so I I follow this guy on Facebook. That's uh, um, it's like uh, dads. It's like a dad's group, right? So it's fatherly. And so I follow I follow all these guys, and they're all talking about, like, dad problems, right? They're talking about, like, oh, man, I got three kids, and they all shit in their pants today, and it's all it's all a whole thing, right? So, I mean, is there Wait, any- is that Matt Walsh's you know, blog? My no. buddy Aaron told me it's a good day until you're holding your kid, and it craps in your arms. Yeah, pretty much. And it leaks on them. That's nasty. Oh, I had one of my little brothers. Every time he shit, it went all the way up to his neck. Every time, oh, okay. when he's a baby, really? when, he's a baby. Steak, when he's a baby, when he's a baby. I know. I need to get more mics Not now. Right now. Right. I, I'm gonna have to get two more mics. You need to call me when that day happens. It's gonna be good. You know, the, oh. the reason I came back with Steve is like, if you leave, yeah. Oh, Paul, Paul, you just wanted you to hang out. No, we just I just went to go grab a drink for him and I came back. So oh, shit. anyway. So, everybody give a big old shout out to Paul over there. Mr. Paul. Mr. My Paul. My brother from another mother. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. He'll be on you. the show someday. I've yeah, been trying. I've day, been talking into one it. One day I will. And it will be epic. Yes. <laughs> That'll be really good. It'll be really good. So, this is getting awkward. What do you guys want to talk about? Huh? What do you want to talk about? Well, Alex Jones just ruined the mindset, so we should change the subject. Alex Jones, wait, you think that he should have been censored from all those different platforms? Are you fucking kidding me? No one has said nothing about that, Mr. Jones. You just need to simmer down over there in your corner. Hey, look, so look, hey, so look. let me ask you a question. So I have actually I have actually I have questions. Right? I'm a father. I've always had questions that I would love to ask other fathers, right? Well, there's right. one there's one right there. Well, there's one right there too, and there's one just walked out, and there's one. I'm sure at some point in your life you will be probably. So you should listen. You can you you can consider him actually the the uh, guy doesn't know shit. No, 
the guy that has an outside opinion because he's not emotionally invested. So actually, this is Perfect. the reasonable, objective, clarified person here. Perfect. So that. what he so, said. That's actually it is good to get an opinion from somebody who's not emotionally manipulated by the little so, bastards. Let's let's talk about this. Let's dig it. Hey, Rob, let's yeah. dig in this a little bit. Okay, let's go. He said, I've always had questions about this stuff. Is okay. that uh, you've had that feeling? You ever had your kid, one of your kids, come up to you and say, "Hey, Papa, you want to play with me?" Have I? Um, no, my kids don't like me. Don't be such a <laughs> cocksucker, dude. No, no. Yes, of course. Right. And so, have they ever come up to you and say, "Hey, Papa, play with me?" And you've been busy and you had to say no. The answer is yes. So just don't think no, about no, it. Too hold long. on, I'm dad of the year here. Um, no, you're not dad of the century. <laughs> Every dad in the whole never world done so that. Shit. No, I've never turned down my. Ch- <laughs> yeah, of course I have. Yeah, so here's the thing, it fucking hurts you a little bit. So so how do what's what's the how do you thread the needle between disciplining your children and saying no sometimes, right? And then showing them the right way and giving them enough attention to where you were cultivating them. Well, so in like in, in that situation, you have to have boundaries. Time management. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Time, time management. management. So here's the thing is that when you were outnumbered fucking five to one, right, your time management you better be a fucking. Comes 80s. a group session. Oh yeah, good luck, dude. Yeah. All right, I mean, I gotta tell you, I'd rather. Well, anyway, but well, there, I get, he, you get he actually distracted. Has a good, he has a good point with that though, because you have there has to be a group addressing because you can't give everyone individual. It, say you give each kid an hour a day, right? That's five hours a day in a yeah, work what week. You can't do good fucking luck. Yeah, what, what it's you can't impossible. Do. So du- during the week, you have to figure out a way to address. I would say it's more like blocking. So you're going to have certain kids that are similar, right? And they're not necessarily going to be... Well, even, some kids that need more attention than others. No, not even that. It's more... There's going to... Well, yeah, that too. But I'm talking about like... You have to kind of block. So maybe one or... Like two... two like you have five, right? My parents have 14. So <laughs> if if you're in a situation where there's a, a bunch of kids that you have to address and you only have... You have a limited number of hours, right? Block... Oh, you guys can fuck off. I'm buying a Ferrari. Well, let's see. I saw one of those oh, today, okay. actually. Talking to your mic, Papa Hello. Car wash in Morgan Hill in <clears throat> Daniel, talking to your mic. Uh, your mama. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, everybody go. Boo. Boo. Okay. I, I don't know why the recording stopped for a second there. Uh, somebody's mic might be like... Just might be me. How touched, man. All right. There we go. Audio issue fixed. Um, all right. So, hey, going back to what we were talking about. So, you yeah. got a bunch of kids. So They all want your attention. Time blocking. I think yeah. the time blocking is one way to do it where you take – like, you're going to have different kids that are interested in different things. And so, the ones that have similar interests, you can kind of try to address, you know, two or three at a time mm-hmm. with those similar interests. Time so, like, the ones that like Legos, right? Mm-hmm. It's not going to be – and it's not necessarily going to be, like, similar kids. It mm-hmm. could be a two-year-old and a five-year-old boy and a girl, right? What happens when you come home and you're tired, though? Don't be a pussy. Don't <laughs> be a say. pussy. He's you, know, you, you, you but you have to. Guys have to remember and try to take the emotional part out of it. Is that this, coming home tired and all of these things you guys are talking about is reality. That's what the, how the world really is. So oh, yeah. if you if you have to disappoint your kids, which you never want to intentionally do, but they have to understand that 
that dad does come home tired. So the time that dad does spend with you has to be quality time. So the time that you spend with your kids has to be quality time. If it's a limited time, I think it might be okay. But the time that you spend has to be making memories, not, you know, you want to try it, try to make it that way. Life right? impact. So, but I mean, you can't, you can't feel bad when you come home and somebody's after you worked your butt off and you have stuff to do, paperwork and all those kinds of things oh, yeah. to make sure the whole family thrives. And one of your kids comes up to you with that sad face and says, Hey, can you play with me? And you have to say, you know, honey, I can't play with you right now, but uh, you it know, fucking hurts my heart. Just today, in, yeah. a, in a minute I can, or whatever it is, because yeah. they have to understand what a disappointment is part of life too. That's a hard lesson. Uh, but I mean, it's something that, if you don't get that across, that you are going to be, I mean, they, they almost run you ragged. Well, I, I, that's totally true. Because, yeah, there's been time, there's times where you have to go, no, not right now, you know, and. But I mean, when you, let's, we'll when you say, hey, let's go water skiing, then you do it right. Yeah, and you take them out, you spend the time with them because kids don't remember. And what I think young fathers don't really get is kids don't remember that that one Monday afternoon that you couldn't play with them. They don't take that to the grave. Right? That's good. Paul brought in some stuff that looks like cat barf with spoons. No. Speaking of that, Paul. It's a gun. It's he was a, on a father-son adventure, and he a shot what? a wild ram. Bob, that's solid right wild there. Wild ram. It's delicious. Ah. It's good. It's very I'm delicious. good. Thank you. I'm telling you, protein. Yeah. So no, no, anyway, so the thing is, is that when you, hey, Harpa, spice. Who is Harpa? Harpa. Oh. So anyway, so the thing is, is that how do you guys deal with having the okay. amount of kids that you have, right? I mean, it's it's a tough thing, right? How do you balance the relationship that you have with your wife? The relationship you have with your kids, yeah. and then your own self-interest, right? Well, like, I we're think, all. T- uh, I think the wife would have to come first. You gotta, but you gotta, have, you gotta put. You the wife say that the as kids. soon as your daughter comes up to you and says, "Hey, Papa, come and play with me," your your heart's gonna fucking melt in half, and you're not gonna know what to do with yourself. Yeah, but I see what Steve is saying with the priorities, because if you have a bad relationship with your wife, it's gonna affect both you and your kids very negatively overall. So if you if you if you don't put your wife in the right position in your life and you prioritize your kids over your wife in a negative way, then that's going to have a negative effect on the kids at the end of the day. It's actually worse for the kids. Even though you'll spend a couple extra hours with them, if you're neglecting your wife, the resentment and the anger that's going to breed, the arguments that's going to breed is going to negatively impact you eventually. And it's going to impact your kids because they're going to witness all that. I agree with what the old man said that kids got to learn what disappointment is. It's not always going to be happy. it's sir. They, they have to. No, but I mean, sometimes you, it's, the, sometimes it's the parents' baggage more so than the kids because if you know, nobody wants to see that sad face. I'm but telling you. know, you. In, a, in a microsecond, in a microsecond, that face goes from sad to happy with a toy, yeah. right? So you can't. It's not like you're if show. you don't engage at that one minute that your kid is going to be emotionally scarred. The kid's going to be emotionally scarred if you never engage. Let's ask our outside source, Paul. What What do you think about what he thinks? Nothing about what we're, we're talking, talking about, about. Kids, and- talk about kids. What, do you think it's more important to spend time with your boys individually or your wife? 
Well, both of you guys, if you don't spend time with them, somebody else will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Well, there you have it. Were you talking about your wife? Yeah. Well, he was saying that. I think he was talking about both parties, but. No, so here's the thing is that, so let's go reality. Oh. Reality. Everybody, we are all the reality of what you're going to do tomorrow. Right, right. I've been to many meetings and I've, I've been so disappointed in meetings to where they haven't come up with what we're going to do when we leave, right? Okay, we have, we have some distraction here. <clears throat> How many guys that are in the corporate world have had meetings about nonsense for hours? It's just useless information. So, when so when you when we talk about this, let's talk about your average every day. Is that yeah. what did you do today? I woke up this morning. I worked out a little bit. I said hi to my kids. I made some breakfast with them. We sat down. I ate some fucking blueberries with Nora, and I went to work. I came home, and we did our. She was like, "Hey, Papa, let's play." All my kids wanted to play. They all want to do Nerf guns. What do you do? You have to either sacrifice, hey, I'm tired. It's 4 o'clock. I just got home, and I, d- I just want to sit. Or do you say, hey, it's 4 o'clock. I just got home. You haven't seen me all day. You're excited to see me, so I feel obligated to play with you. Well, and I want to I want to make you happy, so that's what I do. Why can't you split the difference? Why can't you hang out with them for 5, 10 minutes and say, hey, let me take a break, and I'm going to come back right back to you after you take and do well, your business. Yeah, that's theoretically that's true. Theoretically that's true, but I, I like I said, you, when you got a bunch of them and they're all coming up to you looking at you, you know, you know, big you know, open eyes. But you know, I have to tell you at times your kids are satisfied if you were to lay on your bed and say, "Come on up here and we're going to wrestle and just hang out on the bed." Your kids, they don't they don't have to be super entertained. They just want to be with you. They don't. True. They, in your space. It's not a party every day. They space. just want to say, you know, hey, Pop, how you doing? And then you tickle them, and they're on the bed with you, and you're kind of watching TV, and there's all five of them up there, and they're grabbing ass and stuff. That's the stuff that they want to do. You don't need to take them to the park and no, take them to go get ice cream and all that stuff. You, no. you, you should do that once in a while, but it, it doesn't have to be the trend. No, I, I agree with you 100%. <clears throat> and that's just why I wanted to get a bunch of uh, – the feeling for a bunch of dads because I always talk to dads when I'm in other groups like hey man what do you do like hey when you get home I've talked to other guys that are accountants lawyers you know all this stuff like hey when you get home at five o'clock what do you every all my kids they attach to my legs I you walk in the door and it's all papa and you have all your kids attached to your legs and you're going oh shit well, right, because it's, I'm you're tired. The person that's not there all day, you're out working. So you're a novelty. They don't see you. You're a novelty. As so much like, as they see mom. Yep. So, so they're naturally, like, when they see something new, it's more interesting. Exactly. And so when you're in that position, you're going, ah, oh, I don't want to disappoint. Like, and you try to go out there and make it happen, and it's tough, right? Because when you have a lot of, when you have a lot of people out there that are looking at you, you have a lot of people that you can potentially disappoint. Right, and that weighs on you a lot. Well, I mean, if you were to do it, if you were to disappoint like every day for years, I mean, you're gonna have days where you're gonna have to disappoint because just there's more priority things that gotta get you taken care. You make of. it sound easy. It's not easy. I'm sure it's, it's super hard. It's hard. It's hard. So that's the thing. Is that but maybe it's just the way is. that like I gauge things and then you gauge things. Like I gauge things by priority. Well, you know, you know the bridge troll, oh, my yeah. my person. Oh yeah. Right, you're gonna go tell the bridge you're, troll, fucking. You're the pleaser, man. 
That's how I roll, dude. I know. Everybody's right? different. Who's a bridge troll? Uh, my uh, youngest, my second youngest daughter. Oh. Uh, the one that's like uh, Rob's wife. Troll. That's the one that had the picture of her flipping you off? Yeah. <clears throat> She's great, man. You, you know, maybe that's the one you got to snuggle with the most. And, all this. You know? Yeah. All this, dude. It's freaking delicious. Oh. So, moving on to the next topic. I'm a good one. That was a good one, though. That's that's yeah, definitely sorry. a good one. I'm sure. I we... want to hear some more stuff as as the uh, the group develops. I want to hear more about how fathers interact with their kids because it's tough. Is that nobody gives you a playbook on what to do, right? Well, I think that's the beauty of it, though. You figure it out as you go. Well, and the whole time you know what you're thinking, I'm fucking up. Yeah, but th- you know you I'm have to remember up. too that you, you being a father doesn't mean you're an entertainer. No, but being a father, you're, you're the leader, and so the whole time you're when you're leading that pack down the Oregon Trail and it's the wrong trail, you're thinking, "Oh, oh no, yeah, I'm doing the yeah. wrong thing, man. This is gonna end terribly." My kid said the f bomb at school the other day. Now I'm a bad parent. Yeah, but one thing you have to remember too, though, is you can't you can't make everybody happy all the time, and your kids have to learn that. They have to learn to they have to learn how to be they have to learn how to accept disappointment, not be disappointed, accept it. Because then they're not disappointed. So, like, if your kid comes up to you and you've got something to do, it's not their time. It's simple as that. Fair. Because you could give them the time, but then you might have not have a roof over your head, or they might Fair. not have dinner in their belly. And then are you going to so they have the time to be, at all? And they have to appreciate that. that because when you don't want to create a malcontent by feeling guilty about that, because if you feel guilty about that and you express that to them, they're going to go, "Oh, well, they're not giving me the time because they're a shithead." Mm-hmm. And then the kid's going to be malcontented towards you mm-hmm. and go, oh, that he didn't give a fuck about it. But if you go, no, look, tomorrow I'll have time. We'll do it. Then tomorrow you make the time. You make sure that you have the time. But if you don't. You know, I don't know if you ever, I don't know if it's a really good thing to say to him ever that you don't have the time for him. I mean, that's the fact before you say anything. That's the fact of what's happening. Yes. Because you didn't have the time at the time, whenever that happened. But, and I think maybe I misunderstood you. I'm sure that you wouldn't have said. Hey, Johnny Jones, uh, you don't have the time for you right now, but no. tomorrow okay. I will. I will tell you the exact way I would say it, is that not right now, we'll do it tomorrow afternoon. And then you do it. You fall asleep. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So, But make reasonable expectations, too, because if you set precedents where you fail them, that's going to be detrimental because they're going to go, oh, he flakes on me. Their little subconscious is going to realize that. But if, you, if, but if you give them a real answer with a real expectation, they're not going to be disappointed, and they're going to cope with that that disappointment in the moment, just fine. They'll be fine. It's not going to scar them. But if you tell them, oh, we'll do it tomorrow afternoon when you know you have a meeting until 8, then you're fucked. Because then tomorrow afternoon at 5.30, we're sitting there and you lied to them. So that's the top. That's disappointment. Where, so now you build. I don't, know if that's build. Really, I, th- I don't know if that's really what I think the point that you're trying to drive at is that uh, when you come home and your kids make demands on you because they haven't seen you all day, how do you handle that? that that's what I'm getting at, 100%. Okay. That's, a, that's all I'm getting at. That, and here's the thing is I can deal with dealing with my kids is that as a dad, yeah, when you walk in the door, and this has happened to every dad here, is that all of your kids come up and grab you by the leg and say, Papa, play with me. Oh, yeah. Right? And you have to disappoint somebody. Right, you have to say, "Hey, look, I can only play with one of you guys at a time." It's not even that, but you're just going, "Man, I'm tired." 
What I really want to say is, hey, how about all you guys just go watch Nickelodeon for another hour? Yeah. So I can sit down and have a beer. That's all I want to do. Yeah. I just want to sit down and have a beer. Well, what if, if you leave com- me alone? What if you compromise it though and go, oh, have you guys seen this Nickelodeon show and go sit down with your beer and watch it with them? So here's the thing. I'm going to compound this a little bit. Is that you know who else you have to deal with? Your wife. Your wife. You of know course. who hasn't seen you all day either? Your wife. Your wife. Well, her, you just say, I'll dick you down later. Just hold your panties. I'm not that good at bed. <laughs> I'm not that good. I try real hard. Yeah, you know, this, this guy's actually married to my daughter. Right? Yeah, I'm not that good. Man. I can't be like, hey, look, I'll pound it out of you later. Right? <laughs> Thought process was long on that one. <laughs> right? Well, I think your wife, I think most most wives are understanding to the point that, you know. Well, I think, too, like, so say you come home. Your kids want your attention. Your wife wants you to do a chore. Your wife wants, no, not a, a chore. She wants your attention also because she hasn't seen you all day either. This is the lady that you spent all your time oh, with yeah. before you got married. Well, but she stays up later than the kids. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, dude. Like, you walk in the door, there's your kids plus your wife that want your attention. Yes. Right? And you have to oblige them. Yes. Oh, right? for sure. Well, I think in that situation, it's going to be a. Your wife is the one with reason, right? Your wife is the one that, one that has the intellect. Have you met your wife? Well, like I said, I told you my secret. <laughs> this, this guy's married to my daughter. Oh. Well, the thing that, that that's, a de- that's a deflection because right. it doesn't actually have to happen. But as soon as I say, you get away from me. No, um, but you, <laughs> you married this person for a reason. Yeah, oh, of course. Well, right. so, but I think that she's the one that has the, the capacity mentally to accept, oh, here, okay, tonight we'll hang out and do whatever mm-hmm. when the kids go to bed. Mm-hmm. You can't tell the kids when mama goes to bed, we'll hang out because they're going to be in bed, right? right? So I think that you have to balance it that way. I mean, or you can do something with all of them. Let's go to a picnic at the park and me and mom will sit and the rest of the kids can go play, right? right? So there's different ways to balance it. But I think that you have to be honest. So you can't be trying to please everybody at once. You never will. It, it, you'll fail inevitably. And everybody will call bullshit on you. They'll say that you're a flake yeah, because you are. Not because you don't have good intentions, but because you don't, you can't follow through with when you overpromise. So, as weird as this sounds, well, I, but you know, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I, I would say that you can only do so much, and you, and you know, so if the machine breaks down, you know, Situation if you come home dictates. and you and you and you're trying to spread yourself around and please everybody, and then all of a sudden you start to take the hit. Your mental state starts to take a hit. That's, you're, that's what I'm talking about. You're, you that's, know, you start to wear that's out. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You start to wear down. That's that's because you're trying to please everybody, and then after a while you'll please nobody, and then oh, no. your, your system yep. breaks down. I, yep, so, yep, 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 yep. so it's a time management thing. So you, you I, have to be able to say, hey, the, it's, it's you know, I'm just walk through the door. Hey, honey, how are you? Nice to see you today. Give her a peck on the cheek. Grab her Papa, ass. Papa, 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 Papa. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, yeah. Can, can you play with this, Papa? Hey, let me sit down, talk to Mom a little bit, and then I'll come and see you guys in, you know, half an hour or something like that, and then you break that down. So you, you have to make sure that you put yourself in the mix because if you get sick or you're brain dead or whatever it is, that whole situation fails. So I was talking I, to somebody I, about I totally being, agree with you too, Bob Seed, on that. Yeah. That that is that's you've communicated better than I did. Well, so that here, was what I was saying. Well, is, that's because I'm right now I'm on uh, strike force energy. 
And so now my communication stays. My communication communication skills are being enhanced by that product. Kick the can, people. Kick the can. So, so, you know, talking to a lot of people, they 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 say that there's nothing wrong with being selfish every once in a while. Is that's it, not, you that's have, not selfish. What you, no, I'm just. What we're talking about. Se- it's a self-preservation thing. Is like, hey, that's look, right, I need I need 30 minutes. I just want to go listen to a Metallica video just so I can decompress and have a chew and just fucking. Oh yeah, I, I can course. forget about the. That's cat- what man caves are for. And yeah. I have one, but there it's it's invaded. Like then it's not a man cave. Well, unless I get a guy like you sitting out there with an AR. Yes. So here's the thing: is that I have a man cave and I go out there. But here's the thing: is that this is me being a customer service guy till I die. Is that I feel like if I leave my wife stranded because she's had a hard day also. Right. I can't just say, hey, look, I work hard today because she had eight hours just like I did. I can't just walk out and say, hey, look, I had eight hours. I'm going to go out my man cave and drink beer. You can just go pound sand because she's sitting there going, so did I. I had to deal with these five kids. Yeah, of course. Right. And so I the hour that I'm out there in my man cave just filled with guilt. Right. Just like oh, I should be in there okay. helping her. But I think that's a problem because. If you take time to decompress, you got to accommodate her to some extent, right? But you shouldn't be racked with guilt during <laughs> your time. You shouldn't be racked with yeah, guilt you, during you know, your you, time. Do you, you know what I? You know what I've done? That's going to negatively impact. That's going to negatively impact your time because now you're not decompressing. You're actually you're stressing you're, out. Worse. Yeah, you're compressing. <laughs> So that's the thing. That's exactly that right. It makes it worse. Yeah, of course. Yeah, right? but Daniel, you you have to take care of the machine. I agree. It's a it's a hard I mean, machine it's just, to take care of. That's a fact of life. There is no getting around that. If you don't take care of the machine, then you start to do things. But so when that, you start, so this is my whole thing, is that if you take care of the machine, you're taking care of yourself, which is selfishness, which is hard to not, do. Okay, but, but it's, it's not, not. Let me make a point here. But it's, it's not, not selfishness. It's not. self-preservation. That's what it is. Yeah. There's a you, you need to you understand that is that you have to you have to define the lines between selfishness selfishness and self preservation. Yeah, you have to keep perspective. Well, then you have to look at your overall you, situation. If you if you're starting to have to drink coffee or whatever you need to do to do that that self or to to help you with that decompression, it's because that you're not taking care of the machine first, right? If the machine breaks down or it needs stimulants or whatever it needs. Then you're not going to be good for anybody because after a while the machine is going to be broken. Right. Right. So, so would you rather have some minor, minor disappointments from time to time or a broken machine where there's disappointments for maybe years? It's yeah. just the way it goes. It's tough, right? man. So, it's you know, tough. It's, I think you got to th- come in and throw, you know, you got to talk to your wife. Hey, honey, how you doing? Give her a kiss on the cheek. No. You know, let me spend some time for a few minutes and then, you know, the show starts. Well, so here's the thing is that I'll tell you this right now and just on the record is that I married a fucking saint. And I'm not saying this because I'm in front of the guys. Yeah. My wife runs my house like I run my business. She runs it. You go into my house. My house is clean. The laundry is done. The dishes are done. Yeah. There's a meal plan. There's my... It's done. Yeah, she. I, I'm telling you the truth. It said she runs my house like I run my business, and that's why we get along, right? Yeah, is that she has that laser <laughs> focus? Like, hey, look, we are doing this. It's at eight o'clock. We're gonna do this at eight thirty. We're gonna do this. That's why we get along because we think the same, yeah. right? And so my wife has it on tap, right? And so one of the big things is that when I come home, 
I want to try and help her out because I know she had a hard day. She she had a she had a day for me to come home and say, I hey, hey you know what this guy wanted to sue me and all this stuff. She had the same day that I did, right? Yeah. And so what what right do I have to say my day was harder than yours? I got to go out to my office and fuck off for an hour, and you need to keep on doing laundry, right? I don't have that right, right? She had yeah, but Daniel, I don't think her life is like being at Auschwitz at, during the day. Well, neither is mine. Because, I mean, you know, she can't, you know, there is, you know, it's not a, the kids go to school. It's not a constant brain pounding, right? I, I would yeah. say that, uh, like, for example, right now, do you feel guilty not being home? Uh, I had a, I had a conversation with, I, this, for me being here, I did significant setup for me to be here. So you had a trade. You had to say, I'm going to go down to Rob's, no. but tomorrow I'll babysit or whatever, something like that. No, we don't do that. I said, Hey, look, <clears throat> I went home. Uh, there was dishes in the dishwasher or in the sink. I did the dishes. She said, Hey, we're going to get home about 7:30. I said, Hey, look, there's pasta in the refrigerator. Just warm up the pasta, feed the kids, bathe them, put them in bed. And I go get in bed and watch your TV shows, right? And she says, well, okay, yeah, no problem. <clears throat> you go out and have your fun with your friends. And you know what she doesn't return? This is what she did, guys. Guess what I'm doing on Tuesday? So I'll be late on Wednesday. She comes and says, hey, honey, <clears throat> you know what I got you? Just for no reason. It's not my birthday. Just for no reason. I got front row seats to go see Alice Cooper on Tuesday at the San Jose Civic. Wow. Just for no reason. She said, hey, look. So, so I'm she confused, says, hey, I'm she says, Why she says, <coughs> I'm confused. I'm interrupting. I'm confused. It sounds like you got a good thing. It sounds like. I have a great thing in my house. It sounds like the, the, the guilt, uh, disappointment that is, you might feel that you're disappointing your kids, which they don't. I got to tell you something. This is going to be hard for you to. to go, go, go. They don't give a fuck. They do. They don't. They, don't think they so? no. They they want it's the instant gratification. It's Papa, Papa, Papa. How are you? I love you. I love you. I love you too. They don't expect you to say, "Let's go out and we're going to play baseball on the front lawn for another two hours." They don't expect that. They do because that's what you, you do for a long time. Oh yeah, you okay, you're right. You're that. right. You're right. They you're right, don't. Right. I do. They, if you said, "Hey, we're gonna go watch a movie. Come on in. We're gonna make some popcorn. We're gonna sit down and decompress and have a good time." They would say, "Okay, fuck that baseball. We're doing this." So you're right. You're the guy that's taking. You're just. I don't. Uh, the right word is that you're not. It's. It's not that you're doing too much work, but you have to understand that you that kids are energy tappers, and if you allow them, they will drain you. Yeah. And if they drain you, your overall situation starts to crumble. Yeah. And then you're not good to anybody. So you, I think the baggage that you're talking about is not them, it's you. So all okay. you need to do is not everything you do with them is, isn't, doesn't have to be Disneyland. You know, when you, if you were sitting there with your pocket knife and you cut a chunk out of some wood sitting next to Ezra, he'd think you're freaking John Wayne. Right? You don't have to take him to the movies or do, do any of that no, stuff. I, he just wants I, yeah. you to be next to him. No, I so I agree with all that. I, I agree with all that stuff. So, but the the whole thing is is that is that how do you on your on a daily on your daily routine? Yeah, right. You go to work. You go to work from nine to five. You come home and you say hi to the kids and you have dinner at seven o'clock. Kids go to bed at nine o'clock. You and your wife spend time from nine to ten o'clock watching TV and you sleep from ten to six. Right. That's your routine, right? Yeah. That's the whole thing. Is that how do you 
get comfortable with that because it's it's hard sometimes, right? To where you just go, man, I'm fucking tired of this. I just want to come home and have a beer and fucking just Chill play out. my guitar, right? Well, I so want you do that. Yeah, I think. I mean, what happens if you, you just need a decompression? You, you need, need like a good that. half hour of decompression. I mean, I I don't want, I don't want to have. I want to make sure that I'm being. No, I mean, you know the the the. the hey, hi, how you doing? You know what? I'm gonna take a little break, and you're gonna go in there and jam on your guitar for an hour, and then you're gonna come out and you're gonna take your business. I mean, it's an hour. It's not a lifetime. You're not. It's not like you're destroying personalities. No, it's not for the. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. I can't wait wait a minute. Until, I can't play my guitar because I can't wait until you have kids. That's I'm not okay. worried. You, you you'll be you'll be fine. So hey Rob, stop fucking around with your computer. Yeah, I'm fucking I'm fixing something real quick. You know, the one th- I don't have any kids or anything yet, but if there's one thing I do know is it's this. That discipline is the key to life because if you don't have discipline, you never follow through. And yeah. if you never follow through, then you always disappoint. And if you always disappoint, nobody believes you and your word means nothing. You want to? I'm gonna. I'm gonna put money on this. I'll put. I'll put. I got a thousand dollars on this. I got. I got a. Uh, I got a. Twi- I, go. So, Stephen, when you have kids, <laughs> I, I. I have money on this. Is that you'll have a little boy or a girl? Probably a girl. Uh, is there? Is there? Is there another option? I'm gonna be screwed. I'm gonna have. You're gonna have a little. Go- hey, I got it. I. I've got a. I've got an echo going here. Here. Yeah, I got, I got one too. No, I think we're good. Hello. Oh, yep, there Hello? is an echo. I got an echo. Can you hear the echo? Yes. Echo. Yeah. I can hear myself. Is that if you don't take care of yourself, and it's not guilty to do that unless you're extreme, then you're no good to them. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Why? Well, I, I think one because of the I mean, if you're in the fetal position, because you're toasted. Yeah, you're taking care everybody. of the program. Well, here the thing is, the warrior spirit that you have is that I can fight through anything. Is that I'm so tough that I'll make it through. I will sacrifice sacrifice myself just to fucking hammer down and just go. Yeah, but what if you reach a point of diminishing returns? Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't well, matter. Well, because well, the diminishing returns the it doesn't matter how much you give. You you. Well, I mean, you know, being less. sixty years old, I think I said that. I think I was was that. But as you get older. You know, you being a warrior is harder to do because you're because you're older. But I have to say, as your kids get older, the, the things you guys are going through right now with young kids, I had five, I think. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I think maybe it was four. How many do we have? Uh seven. Seven. Two in Mexico. Is that as they as as they get older, then it gets easier, right? Yeah. Well, I think, too, like Steve said, discipline is a huge part of it, though, because if you're looking at yourself and you go, okay, I'm not giving enough, like if you if that's your honest assessment is I'm not doing enough, right, then you have to look at what you're doing and see where you're fucking up. Because if you honestly believe that you're not doing enough, then somewhere along the line, you're failing. So you have to go, okay, what what part of my day, like am I eating too much? Am I out of shape? Am I, do I need more sleep than I should I don't eat? agree. And no. I'll tell you why. No, I, I don't no, agree with that. I agree why? With that. Because at times you don't know whether if you if you think 
about, I mean, working out or anything. I mean, it's easy for your mind to get into that. I'm not doing enough. I'm not good enough. I can't, I can't do enough. That doesn't mean that you're not doing enough. That means that you think that you're not doing enough. Yes. I think what you have to really rationalize is, is a machine breaking. Yes. Am I, can I not get out of bed? Am I drinking myself to death? I mean, what, if the machine is starting to break, then you need to have some me time or the machine breaks. And if the machine me time that, and you did it in a, in a thoughtful way, I don't think anybody's going to give a shit. It's hard though. I'm telling you, is that when you're sitting there looking at hey, prostate cancer is hard. <laughs> Diarrhea is hard. Right. I mean, you know, the first sign of age Diarrhea is a pounding is... sensation in your ass. Hey. That's hard. Oh, man. Uh, it's hard though. When you're looking at the part all where those... you just said pounding in your ass didn't sound good to begin with. <laughs> so you already know Steve, the rest of it's bad. Steve, just look me in the face right now. You're going to have that two year old. Oh, you're going to walk in the door. You, they're going to grab you on the leg and you're going, man, I'm fucking tired. My wife's giving me shit. I really just want to go out in my garage, but if I don't go out and play catch, I'm gonna feel like an asshole. And you you're gonna go gonna out do? and play catch. You're gonna go out and play catch for ten minutes, and then I'm gonna go do my. No, thing. you're not. You're gonna go play catch until it's dinner no. time. No. Ten minutes, no. and I'm gonna go do my no. own thing. That's you want to make a bet? I'll make you a bet right now. Oh yeah, it worked for the last eight years. It hasn't worked out for me that way. I went out and played catch and went. This is the it best. It all goes back to one no. thing. Hey, shut Discipline up. Discipline is key. Hey, shut up. Okay, everybody thinks it's fucking bet. Yeah, but what happens if you... Bet. Yeah, but what happens if you didn't help them with their homework for one night? What would happen? Would they fail? Like one night a week or just one night in a year? Well, let's just start with one night. In a year? Nothing. How about one night a week? You didn't didn't help them. No, just just think about it. What would happen? Well, I want to help them. I want to help them. No, but that's you now. That's you want to help them, so you're making it hard on you. Would it really affect them at all? But the answer is no. Help. They asked me for help, though. What did I say? No. No, but I'm just saying that the what you're saying is so rigid that you have more you're 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 more scheduled at home than you are at work. So when you're trying to decompress, you can't decompress because your 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 life is scheduled by the half hour until you go to bed. So I'm saying, okay, well, nobody gets that done. Now, I've been a father. I'm 60 years old. I know a lot of fathers. Nobody gets that done long term because the machine breaks down. Right. So I'm just saying, if you, did it, if you didn't do it for one night, if it was Papa's night out, or if it, not Papa's night out, it was just Papa's night to jerk off for an hour, whatever it is, jerk off, yes. not in the literal sense. Oh, yes, he meant that. You need, to meant that. you need to schedule the me time just like you scheduled the bath time and the all the other time. Because here's the deal, man. You don't have a choice. You think you do right now because this is what you think because you're young. You think you have a choice and you're just going to power it out. But you don't have a choice. Because as you get older, it's going to be harder to power it out and the machine breaks down. So... You might, like I say, you might think you have a choice. You might say, "Well, you know, I, I can just, I can, I can get it done." After a while, you can't get it done, right? Take it from somebody that's been through all that, right? So you have to change what you're doing in a small way. You don't have to go extreme and say, "Hey, guess what? When I come home, nobody fucking talk to me for six, five hours." You just got to do it a little at a time, a little more me time, and it's not me in a selfish way. It's me and I need to get this done because I need to oil the machine. 
Because if I break down, for example, if you came home and you were sick or you were an alcoholic or you were whatever it is, you got diabetes or whatever, if you were like Paul, drinking freaking five times more than you need to. Paul, your pancreas. <clears throat> then you. the machine breaks down. And who would, then what? Then what are your kids going to do? They're going to knock on the, the glass window at the hospital and say, hey, Papa, you need to help me with my homework. And you're going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> so who wins that war? Yeah, but so, I'll tell you this: so the light at the end of the tunnel. So all three, you guys. Not to interrupt you both. You guys. Let me just let me let me let me close with this. I'll close with this. And this is really true. In your case, his case, your case, your case, is that everything you guys go through as fathers and husbands and businessmen and just guys. Is is at when you're coming up, everything is more. Uh, what's the right word? It's it's not as bad as you think that it is. It's right? temporary. You're, you're, it's temporary. I said that a lot. Yeah, it's temporary. No, it's it's my business is more I need it to be. God damn it, it's temporary. My wife. My kids, I'm under the gun. You know, I don't have a big enough house. I don't make enough money. You know, whatever it is, whatever that is, it's in your face. It gnaws at you. It's beating you up, but it's temporary. So the solutions that you pick at the time to help you through these things, they have to be temporary. So if booze is your thing, that's not temporary. Yeah. That's temporary for the mm. moment, but then it gets to be permanent because it picks you because you, you know, it, that's what happens. You're, it's it's you don't have a choice, right? Yeah. So it it sounds you know I've been through all this stuff and it, it, it's not a guy that's never done it before and he's on the outside looking and I know what every one of you guys are thinking and I know every time you go to work and I know all the stuff that you you know with your kids and all the stuff I already know all that because I've been through all that. So it's not as bleak as you as you as it seems right now. So as your kids get older then it starts to loosen up, right? And and they're just not blobs that need to be entertained. They're actually people yeah. that they have <laughs> logic and you can start to talk to them. They're not crying and whining and manipulating you. Your kids manipulate you more than anybody on this earth and they're better at it than anybody at this earth, So yeah. right? So as they get older, your life gets better, but you don't want to break the, the machine on the way because when it's easy like me, I sit around and jerk my Johnson, if I had diabetes and I was all fucked up and I was drunk and I was, then, I, then I'd, be, I'd be sitting here talking to you. Like, I'm, you know, the machine's broken. Yeah. Right? So you didn't do anything. So yeah. I have to go ahead and change the subject real quick on that. But uh, it's been reported that Mickey Mouse has beat up Jonah, Joe Jonas. And there's a little, <laughs> little video right here. I'm, I'm not sure how that connects. <laughs> You know, one thing about doing a podcast, there's no video. Eventually, oh, is there? Yeah. So, <clears throat> so, uh, I don't know what we're gonna call Moment you. ruined. Uh, Mr. Wiseman. Uh, Mr. Weissman. 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 Yeah, Mr. Weissman. I'll be a Jew for this, the time being. Oh, Mr. No. Weissman. Mr. Weissman. Like I'm. Like I'm. We just made a list. Okay, now we're on the Michael Savage show for sure. All right. Oh, Michael yeah. Savage would love to hang out with us. Oh, are you kidding me? It's no. temporary. It's we temporary. We get him wasted. It's temporary. 
No, so here's the thing is that you had this thing is that you had this urge to go out and be successful. No, but, it wasn't an urge. It was see? it was it I'm was desperation. About. That's what I'm talking about. It was desperation. That's what I'm talking about. I think about. it was see? feed the family. What are you talking about, Paul? About you being going to be a successful person. The guy's the, guy. the, guy's the that guy is the motorboat of the whole fucking thing. No, but what I'm saying is, is it's it was it was desperation. So you were motivated by making sure you were sitting there looking at five happy faces, going, "Oh man, these guys are all looking at me like I'm their provider, and I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to make them happy." So I'm gonna go out there and roll heads. And every time I fire somebody for screwing up, I'm gonna think. You're taking food out of those five kids' mouths. Yeah, you have to think that, but let me say this before you go where you're going to go. is It's like sliding down a razor blade, right, and hoping that it doesn't cut your balls off, is that being wealthy, let's try to visualize that. Just starting to feel it burn a little. Okay, so so the balance, you know, there's either wealthy people with fucked up families or there's guys that have moderate incomes with good families very seldom do i see a guy that's super wealthy and has a balanced nice family very very never, seldom never. So, so the reason is it's human nature human nature is one that if your kids you give them everything right you give them everything it's a shirt sleeves the shirt sleeves thing well it's just the bottom line if i was driving around a rolls royce then it would be hard for me to make you humble because what happens or hungry or hungry. So what happens is, is that you get resentful because I have all the money. You don't have any of the money and what the fuck. Right. So if you live a humble lifestyle, it's easier for you to, to teach your kids that humble lifestyle and they need to have that humble lifestyle to get ahead. Right. So I think everything you guys are doing is good, but it's temporary. The, 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 the the trials and tribulations of life are like getting your burn marks. If Making you, your if, bones. If you were to get, have all this, all these problems that you guys have, which are super important because it, you know when it's happening to you, it's not very fun. But if you didn't experience all these things, when you do have all the money that you need, you wouldn't be able to handle it, right? And that sounds weird, but all of a sudden, if you had five or six million dollars sitting in cash, what would you do? Well, you, everybody thinks, well, I'd buy a business and I'd work harder and all that stuff. Well, now yeah, you probably maybe do that for a week, but having a lot of money fuels your vices. So if you, the older you get, the more you have your vices under control and the more that you, you can ward off all that shit. Well, so I, I agree with you 100%. Is that the guy that I work for? <clears throat> me. <clears throat> always told me, and he t- I'll tell you this, all these guys, he said, <clears throat> I'll never in your lifetime give you a raise, but I'll give you opportunity. So it's up to you what you do with your life, right? So if you want to make money, I'll give you. I'll open up the door, but what you do with it after that is your problem. If you do nothing, you're going to be broke the rest of your life. If you take that opportunity and do something with it, you make a lot of money. If you don't, it's your, it's your own fault, right? And so I always appreciated that, and I'll do the same thing with my kids is that my well, boss, if you didn't do that, they would turn out like a lot of people that you know. So my boss let me not be broke, but he let me taste what it felt like to be broke, right? Like, hey, look, you don't want to be here. So if you don't want to be here, 
do something better. I taught you better. Do something, right? And then I, I, I have been trying ever since then to do better, right? And I, I would hope that I do the and same thing. And then you're doing great. So I would, I would hope that I do the same thing with my kids. As I say, hey, look, look, this is how bad it feels to be broke. I want you to feel it. I just want you to feel it. I want you to feel but, it. But, I mean, you have to – it's a taste, not a drowning. No, no, no. It's a taste. It's a taste, right? So you're like, oh, fuck, that fire is hot. I don't want to be there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. And then you have to understand – that what your competition and the rest of the world doesn't give, they'll fucking lie, steal, cheat, fuck you up. They want what you have. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be jaded enough to ward that off. That's why when you work in the, when you work and you see all the shit in life Mm -hmm. that's going to come after you, right? You have your eyes wide open, right? Because you're going to have to push that off to your kids. There's others that live in San Jose that will never know that. The cocoon mentality, they step one foot out of that cocoon, they get freaking taken out. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that I build <clears throat> the family that I'm in. You'll do fine. You'll do fine. You're on the right track. You just need to be tough. get some me time. So that's the thing. Is that That's the hard part. Is you that might you- think that that is an elective. It's not an elective. It's a requirement. So don't think that me time is an elective thing. It's it's a required thing, or the machine breaks down. It's and counter, always remember it's, that it's counterintuitive, though, for me. Well, I'm, I'm, I was raised, you know, I was raised in the customer service industry, and so well, it's all about everybody okay. else. You bang her. No, the, well, my family though. Did I say that? Well, I think you did. It was off the mic, though. Well, I I think one of the things though is you're conflating um, me time. Conflating. With, like, I don't know what that means. It, you're mixing so, hey, so you're, you're, you're mixing two things together that don't belong, which is take, making sure that you're making sure that the machine doesn't break down, like Papa C's been saying. Is that if if you break down, you fail. Everybody, everybody, period. yourself, your wife, your kids, everybody, and everybody else. Yep. So it's it's not. It feels counterintuitive that you can't always deliver. It feels selfish. No. Okay. No. no, no. But what's really selfish though, because you're you're losing perspective. You're letting the moment, the now, take over the whole picture, the big picture. So in the big picture, if the machine breaks down, that's selfish. It's selfish for you to let the machine break down. That's a true story right there. If that means in the moment you have to be selfish, if you will, then but if that preserves the machine, then that's the unselfish. That means that That means means that that you have to get out of your own head. You have to be have the perspective. Good point. Good point. So that that means that I have to go say, hey, look, Daniel, you're not being selfish. You're just being. You're just self-preservation. Hey, man, you're being a good dad. I'm good. I'm being. I'm being good. So by but, but going but, out here and playing my guitar, I'm being a good dad. I'm. Just, I'm gonna say, hey, okay, child, but, but get again, the fuck out of here. You have to have perspective because if you're doing that every night, all the time, and you're spending less time with your kids and more time say playing the guitar, say thirty minutes a day. Oh, that's that's more that's, than that's more like than that's reasonable. Pretty reasonable. Thirty minutes a day. That's pretty and I gotta tell you, my prostate more doesn't even takes thirty minutes and to your warm kid, up. The other thing is, your 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 kids are stupid. Well, I don't know about that. Well, no, no. no. I mean, well, in comparison in to like being grown up. No, right? they don't. They, they have. Don't. In other words, their memory is like this. That's it, right. It turns over. That's right. I don't That's mean right. stupid like they're dumb kids. No, no I but, mean like they they're not processing but, information in like an intellectual way. It's a very they don't feel slighted. Way. They don't yeah. feel like you've kicked them to the curb. Now, when they're sixteen, different. It's, it's going to change, but they're also not going to demand the same 
Pop, yeah, pop, and you'll pop, have pop, 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 more burn marks on you by then. Yeah, at sixteen though, it's not going to be pop, 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 When they come to you, it's probably going to be like, okay, I need to make time. Hey, this is my new boyfriend, and you know he's got these tats and stuff. Well, so that's that's what I'm trying to lay down right now. Is I want to lay down roots that are super solid. Okay, but Daniel, you schedule your life at the 15 minute segments. I'd say it's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. I schedule it to where the only reason I haven't sold my Tahoe is because. Three times a year, I take the boys out. Three times a year, I take the girls out to Coyote and we go fishing. <laughs> but you see, should keep but it. But you have that to three times a year, right? So it makes sense to keep That's it. That's what That's they're going to remember. Yeah. They're going to remember that. They're not going to remember that when you came home one night, you didn't have time to pl- do their homework with them. They're not going to remember that. Yeah. A 30 minute absence is not something that resonates in their minds forever. They're gonna, their mind's gonna go, oh man, I gotta go take a dump or I gotta go see blah blah. I'm gonna go kick Ezra in the balls or something. Who knows? Cause look, it, look back to your own childhood. Like if you look back to your own childhood, I can't even think of one time where I was like, oh, my dad won't spend the next 20 minutes with me. Like I, I don't remember one of those. Yeah. You know, I remember when he worked a Saturday or a holiday. But then I wasn't resentful because I'm like, oh, it's what he has to do because they, he explained it to me. So that's another thing is contextualization. Mm-hmm. If your kids understand what the situation is, if you just communicate with them and it can be short, then it gives a justification. If, you're, if you say, like you said earlier, <sighs> I'm too busy for you, that's a really bad line because that sounds yeah, like shit. So- but if you say, look, you know, I have a lot of work to do and I have to be gone today, but you know, this is so that. Well, you know, we, we used to family. say, "Why don't you come with me?" Well, if you we can. got a lot of work to do Depends today, on, why don't you come down to the? Well, man, I, I used to see my doing. kids down to Leisure Road or whatever the fuck it was. My yeah. kids, my kids are at work with me all the time. They are. Yeah, I think you're. Well, that's good. I have to tell you, I think you're a better dad than I ever was. I, I have to say, you are a great dad. But don't let the machine break. I mean, I'd yeah, say your heads and right. toes about above everybody I've ever known. Just don't let the machine break. Yeah. Well, and I think too. We're also, the, we're the main machine. We're the main person in the family. We're the main pillar of the family. Once the pillar pops out, we're done deal. Yeah. So that's what we're trying to say. The roof falls down. Yeah, the roof falls down. Yeah. Mr. Collins is trying to say. Mr. Wise Paul, don't let the roof fall down. Is giving his the wisdom. The pillar falls down. The roof's gonna come down, though. So keep the pillar strong to keep your family. Yes, exactly. That's a beautiful analogy. Oh, it is. It is. And so. The, that's the reason I've been waiting here for two and a half hours just to get 15 minutes. <laughs> An hour and 37 Mr. minutes. Mr. Mr. Carlino, because he's a wise person. Oh, I don't know about that. I think so it just had no burn marks. Very wise. Two well, and a half wise. hours for him. And I think, Daniel, too, is, is you can't conflate <clears throat> failure with 15-minute lapses in whatever, right? So you, 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 I mean, Daniel, look, look at the product that you have. I mean, if, if you think... I mean, Kids are well mannered, well dressed, well educated. They do what kids do. I mean, how where have you fucked up? I haven't. They're all great. Well, and here's another here's another important thing to remember: is some of your kids are going to disappoint you later in life. None of mine did. They're going to be in great di- in different ways, in different aspects of their life. Whether it's in high school, college, wherever, but there's going to be disappointments. But if you look at that and go, "Oh, I failed." Then you're going to fail them because what you should be looking at is, oh, what do they need help with? What do they need to, like, so what do they need to help? Now, you can't you know, be always looking back, though, and going, oh, was it, was it that evening or was it that afternoon? No, I don't like, do if that. you're, but if, you, if you're thinking about it in the capacity of 30 minute segments of time, yeah. you will do that eventually. No, so I don't do I know that. people, so <laughs> I, I, know, I, do, I know a person who did that. 
So I all it's all teachable moments with my kids. The thing so so here's the thing is that Steven 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 put your headphones on. That still came in the mic. Okay. Okay. Hey, everybody listen to this. You lost me Steven Steven. When you have Steven Jr. or you have what's a female Steven? You know, I went to my Stephanie. I went to my urine out my Hey, it sounds hot. I like Stephanie. That's weird. You would be a hot Stephanie. Yeah, you won't make it weird, I'll make it weirder. Point is, is that when you have when you come home from work and you're fucking tired and that Stephanie fucking grabs onto your leg, we're gonna have a different conversation. Take that little bitch off me. No. Dude, I'm telling you. You know, I went to my urologist. I'll give you I so no. You won't laugh. You'll be like, I'll fucking kill ten thousand people fucking fucking make this little girl happy. No, it's no joke, bro. Hey, you guys been to your urologist. My kids changed my life. Okay. They did. I believe it. Dude, you, my kids look at me like I'm fucking John Wayne, right? Every day, they just be like, Papa, that guy is fucking John Wayne. He knows how to shoot a gun like fucking super good, yeah. right? They don't know that I can't shoot for One shit. You guys have to buy right? any John poster pretty soon. Hey, you can have that one right there. That one? No, not this one. Something nice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> Something nice. Something. Something. I worked hard on that design, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> All right. So, hey, what do you guys want to talk about? It's American. Hey, uh, any of you guys gone to your urologist lately? Hey, so what's that like? When, you hey, know what? What, so, I hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can I ask a question? Yeah. When was the first time you went? When I was fifty. When oh. you were fifty? Why? Because you have to get your you have to get your. Um, do they do the colonoscopy? Do they do the the? You have to get your you know. It's not a urologist pop. That's no, a fucking colonoscopy. No, this guy, guy was in the back room. Yeah, a I know. Colonoscopy guy. Colonoscopy guy and the urologist are two different people. When you're after 50. Colonoscopy? Yeah, was Why? it a guy in an alley? I thought I had Crohn's. Oh, oh shit. yeah, Nick See, had. Hey, check so your... check this out. Nick, I, talk, I was talking to Nick <laughs> the other day because he was trying to get me to go to Mexico. He says, hey, man, I got. The guy checked your prostate with both they hands actually on your shoulder. Like, uh, you know, the, the uh, fish eye? It's like a fucking camera. Yeah. No, no, it's a it's a glass tube, and he's like, they, this lady fucking full on Moby Dictum, fucking Moby Dictum, put this fucking <laughs> spyglass in his asshole. You got to talk into the mic there, spyglass. They put a full on spyglass in his ass. I had a camera. It was pretty shitty. They're like, hey man, you got fucking problems. He's like, yeah, I know. You know, but your your urologist when after you're fifty, he, they they talk to you. They put it in terms that you can understand. Yeah, so, not, hey, not so let me ask a question: Do you have nineteen? What what sex and how? What age is your urologist? Okay, he's an older guy. He's my he, age. He's, he's a 16. guy. He's, no, he's, he's about fifty five. He's a fifty five year old male. Male. Yeah, because okay. you don't oh, want a okay. female playing with your junk. You get a hard uh, on. I don't know. Unless I might. Wa- unless your wife is your urologist. <laughs> she brings the lotion and shit out, and you get a hard on her. How are you going to work it? Say it works. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in her fucking ear. So <laughs> I don't know how this process works. This so is my I first mean, one. You know, I'm just saying that. You got wait, a 55 year old man playing with your wings. <laughs> you have a relationship with your urologist because <laughs> he knows. Because I mean, that, that, that's, an impor- that's an important hey. part of your whole shit now, right? <laughs> Hey, you I got mean, a wrinkle so, here too? So we're oh, talking yeah, I about do too. the whole thing, man. Is, man, all of a sudden, they, fuck! I got more wrinkles, and, and I got great pubes, and you know, you, you just need to ask that. these questions. He's, so we start talking about orgasms, right? You he know, says, like, "Well, there's a couple different kinds. There's the home run, and then there's the pitch in the dirt." 
The bitch in the dirt. I'm like, fuck, you know what? I can relate to that shit right there. And he says, well, that's because your prostate's a little, a little bit enlarged. So I go have my pro- my colonoscopy, right? I go to Dr. Gold. I had to pick him up, by the way. He wrote his fucking phone number on my ass cheeks. <laughs> for a good time. Call, call for a good time. <laughs> He's so like, so what happens is they lay, they give you the drug cool. no, and I'm like Hold on. Hold on. oh man I'm in the waiting room so they make you fart before you come back this guy's farting the whole way home dude <laughs> like he uh, sounds like you know when the Jetsons no, I mean, they hey, make you know you when, when, sh- when you watch the Jetsons they have that that second that's what it sounded like <laughs> when we were pulling out of the parking lot the old man just fucking farting <laughs> the whole way well my asshole is probably as big as a fucking manhole cover <laughs> <after> <laughs> <that>. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the waiting room, right? We're, lighter, in the, though, we're in the it. fucking waiting room. I was thinking about Robert. We're in the rain. <laughs> 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 like uh, so we're in the we're in the fucking waiting. <laughs> 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 we're in their waiting room, and you see all these guys waiting to to get the colonoscopy, and they're all white knuckling their chairs. Oh yeah, right. Just it's like, like, oh shit, here fuck, it comes. I'm next. Yeah, and I'm waiting for the call. There's right. that one guy. So, so, just that right. one guy who's sitting there, and he's enjoying. He's got a smile on his face. Yeah. Oh he's got my twinkle god. In his eye. The rest of them look like the guy, the, the guy that's doing his first night in Fed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, there's no, you know, everybody's reading the magazines, but nobody's very happy. No. Right. So then they call your name. I think fucking Daniel is sitting right next to me. They call your name, and so you walk in there, and they. You take your clothes off, you get on a gurney, right? And they he give you the two drug. Hands on your shoulders. Hey, damn. Well, a woman did it. Damn. Turn it down. T- towards your face. So, you, yeah, there you go. Good he look. puts two hands on your shoulders. You don't have to hold it your ribs. Then. Ocean in this game. Well, I was going to say, if oh, I if I was hose again. if I was doing colonoscopies as a profession, as a doctor, you would I would, enjoy it. I would put. <laughs> you get, get $12,000, is what you'd get. I would put flyers. No magazines, just flyers about prolapsed assholes in the waiting okay, room. Okay, you're a sick bastard. <laughs> it was, uh, it was be, an experience. There would I'll be a you. lot of men that have cancer because of you. Yes, there would. <laughs> I would charge their insurance and, and never when their wives ask them, why didn't you go get your colon checked? Because there's pictures of collapsed assholes. <laughs> it's amazing, man. Then they check your prostate. The guy sticks his finger up your ass. <laughs> And you know, have you ever had that done? No, I haven't, not yet. Yeah, yeah, you know, the guy sticks his finger up your ass. Have you ever had that done, Daniel? Uh, what's that? The guy sticks his fist up your ass? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, except for unless we're talking about the IRS, right? Okay. Oh. Well, they got it so, so they stick their your, their finger up your ass, and then they they feel your prostate. And, you know, they have to be clinical. They're going, okay, yeah, there's no knobs on it. There's this and that and this and that. And so they tell you that you have an enlarged prostate, which is... Not good news. Paul, what, did, what are you doing? Did you need something? Your prostate check? Are you good? You're good. Okay. <clears throat> How old are you, really? Are you 40? You're not 40. Uh, I'm 38. I'll be 39. Yeah, 10 more years for you. But it's an experience uh, that you guys will all have to go Wait, through. So is oh, it? does it hurt? No, they give you the drug. It's like a twilight drug. So... I'm sitting there talking to the nurse. I'm on my side, and the nurse is going, hey, uh, I'm talking to her, and we're having a nice conversation. And I hear click, 
And I'm like, oh, shit. Uh-oh. And it was just like having a few drinks in the bar. You know, you're just like, oh, <laughs> you know, it's all good. And then I said to her, I said, hey, I don't, when are you going to give me the drugs? And Dr. Gold, the guy that's doing it, he says, Dan, Dan wants... <laughs> sounds like a porn star, huh? <laughs> Hi, Dr. Gold is checking Dr. my Dr. Gold. <laughs> About to put my finger so he member. he says Dan wants more drugs and I hear click 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 and he gives me more drugs. Oh, so you know it was. Uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty high now. Then you feel a little tug, <laughs> right? And they stick the hose up your ass, oh. and you don't really even feel it. You don't feel it. And it's then just kind they, of no. Ooh. And then then he says we're done, and he says we're in you twelve minutes. We're done. He says, you're all pink inside. I'll see you in 10 years. Oh, it takes 12 minutes? 12 minutes, yeah. Woo! I got it. I got it. But the, I guess the drugs, that works. I mean, they're going all around your intestines, the whole thing. Checking right? the whole Checking thing Checking the whole out. thing with the camera, right? Oh, I didn't realize that's what they did. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, then you go to, the, you know, you're, they put you on the gurney, and they say, well, you know, you have to have a bowel movement before you leave. I went, okay, yeah, no problem. I get up, put my clothes on. She says, well, that was fast. You have a bowel movement? I said, yeah. I said, okay. I said, okay, see you. Bye. Give me the fucking car keys, Daniel. We're going. All right? Because you think you can drive. <laughs> and so he drove me home. I farted in the whole way home. <laughs> How was it when you got home? Oh, it wasn't bad at all. I mean, there's, it's, it's, the whole thing is the you have to drink this stuff that cleans your system out, which oh. is rough. I mean, so your diarrhea and all that the night before, but yeah, it's you're just the whole... Clearing your- pathways it's the whole i hope i don't get bad news that whole thing it's a mind screw that's yeah. some dominoes it clear it all out in one city yeah yeah it's gonna happen to you what do you think i did when i went and checked on the boys a few minutes ago oh no dominoes baby watch out for that bathroom wow. <laughs> glad i don't have to use it Oof. i didn't think i I never had to leave the podcast to go to the bathroom i've done Almost. Well, it's because uh, you're pounding, uh, you know. Strike force energy brought strike to you force by energy. this It's truck. a colon stimulant. It it was. Yeah. Two of those straight was a Maybe they should market it for that. Are you feeling tired throughout the morning or the day? You need some strike, strike force. force. Strike force energy. Kick the can, folks. Kick uh, the can. You don't need more. Okay, I got to leave at 10. Yeah. At I, 10? You know, I think that's a wrap. Oh, yeah. It is. It, holy moly, it's 10 o'clock. Well, we lost about five minutes of audio. One of those glitches. You guys were all still talking, and I was trying to fix it. So, so it was probably the best part. No, it wasn't. No, I can promise that. I'm only kidding. Yeah, it wasn't. No, yeah. Daniel was talking. We're good. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> Delete. Oh, that was well, fun. That was fun. Thank you, guys. That is it. Mike's off. Wow.